MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Hi, today is Friday, May 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities say a foot pursuit ended in a deadly officer-involved shooting Thursday afternoon in North Philadelphia. Two officers from the Philadelphia Police Department responded to an auto investigation on the 1200 block of Dolphin Street just before 2.30 in the afternoon. The officers pulled up to a vacant lot and saw a group of people surrounding a vehicle, according to police. When one of the officers exited their cruiser, police say some of the people fled. They were stripping the vehicle, police said. Seats were taken out, airbags were removed, all kinds of parts were being removed. Moments later, another person emerged from near the car and also took off running. That's when police say the officers started a foot pursuit that extended down the 2200 block of Kamek Street and through an open field. Uh, with both officers trailing him, the suspect then ran inside the back of a property on the 1200 block of Dolphin Street and into an alleyway between two buildings. The suspects then pointed a gun at one. Uh, the suspect then pointed a gun at one of the officers, which caused that officer to fire one shot. A struggle ensued between the officer and the suspect, during which police say the suspect's gun fired at least once. Investigators say the second officer who was involved in the foot chase heard the gunshots and found the officer and the armed suspect engaged in a fight. He fired several shots towards the suspect. Responding officers drove the 33-year-old suspect identified by family members as Curtis Smith to Temple Hospital where he died from several gunshot wounds to the body according to authorities. The officer was injured during the struggle. Further investigation revealed that the vehicle that the crowd was surrounding was reported stolen. Philadelphia police have arrested the mother of a three-year-old boy who was shot in the city Gray's Ferry neighborhood. The incident happened just after 5 o'clock on Sunday. The child's mother originally told police her son had been struck by a stray bullet while they were out on a walk. However, investigators later determined the child was shot inside the a home on the 1500 block of Taney Street. On Wednesday, officers arrested uh, 23-year-old Layla Muhammad from South Wilder Street. She has been charged with criminal conspiracy, endangering the welfare of a child, unsworn falsifying, tampering with evidence, obstruction of justice, and false reports. Officials say the child is still recovering after suffering a gunshot wound to the cheek. The circumstances surrounding the shooting, including how the child was shot, is still under investigation. More than 4 million Americans who use TurboTax will begin receiving checks from Intuit, the software company's owner. It's part of a $141 million grant settlement announced last year between the company and all 50 states over allegations of deceptive marketing practices. The state says that uh, Intuit tricked millions of low-income Americans into paying for services that should have been free. Mm. Affected taxpayers will receive about $30 for each year they paid to file from 2016 to 2018. What about audits and stuff like that? Is it, is it, was the information correct? Or they, were they, were yeah, they... it had nothing to do with the information right. not being correct. It was just that it was a service that was supposed to be free. And then and they, they were somehow charging. got Yeah, they somehow got into it. And then, you know, they were in the end, they were charged. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs> What 
The Sixers will look to bounce back from their lopsided loss to Celtics on Wednesday night when they return home for Game 3 tonight. The series is tied at one game apiece. Tip-off in South Philly is scheduled for 7.30. Last night, the Golden State Warriors beat the L.A. Lakers 127-100 in Game 2 in San Francisco. Klay Thompson scored 30 points with eight three-pointers, and the Warriors limited Anthony Davis while allowing LeBron James 23 points. The defending, defending champion Warriors even the Western Conference semifinal at one game apiece with the win. Game 3 is tomorrow night in Los Angeles. The Phillies were off last night, but opened up a weekend series at home against the Boston Red Sox tonight. Zach Wheeler will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 7.05. And in the NHL, the Florida Panthers beat the Maple Leafs 3-2 in Game 2 in Toronto. The Panthers now lead the series two games to none. Game 3 is on Sunday in South Florida. And in the Western Conference, the Stars beat the Crack 4-2 in Game 2 in Dallas. That series is now tied at 1. Game 3 is on Sunday in Seattle. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. A Friday has indeed arrived, and that is a wonderful thing. We got fresh pot of coffee on. Oh, uh, yeah. And we are ready to go and get into our weekend. We have a Word of the Week prize. We will give away two-day dinner for 10 at Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse. So hang out till the end of our program. We also have money and take away. Today, it's MMR's concert cash, of course. And we'll do that again at uh, 8 and 10 and noon and 3 and 5. So don't miss each opportunity. $1,000 MMRBQ tickets, too. Uh, and that's not all we have to give away. Our friends at Primo Hoagies are stopping by. They're going to give us some goodies. So we're going to have $50 gift cards from Primo's. Yeah. Today is apparently National Hoagie Day. Really? And they're celebrating really? with some good stuff. Yep, some specials. I'll tell you about those later on. We will also, today, at some point, have a chance, and we're going to start doing this every Friday until we broadcast live from Keenan's Irish Pub for the official opening of Jersey Shore, we will be giving away reserved booth and cut the line passes for you and three guests at the party Friday, May 26th. And you'll get a bucket of Coors Light at your table and a case of Coors Light for your beach house pretty as awesome. well. So listen up for your chance to win that at some point this morning on the program. And then we've got other things that have kind of been sitting around that we'll... Just give away randomly throughout the uh, course yeah. of today's program. So we have a lot of stuff happening. Yes. And by the way, one of our favorite people is stopping by. Harlan Williams yes. will be here today. Harlan is a trip. And if you don't know just the name, go do a quick search on Harlan Williams and you go, oh, that guy. Because he's been in so many movies, he has these, these weird little cameos. He has his own movies, of course, that he's done, too. Scene-stealing uh, yes. yeah, performances. Uh, it was great. And he's, here, here's all you need to know. He's Jim Carrey's favorite comedian. There you go. There you go. That ought to do it. So, uh, Harlan is stopping by. Last time he was here, he kept calling me Krispy Kreme. I don't know why. <laughs> it's hilarious. And we do, we've been repeating that ever since. And he, that was years ago. And I'll never forget it because the first thing out of his mouth is he looks at me and goes, what's up, Krispy Kreme? I'm in Miami. And I'm like, what does that even mean? All of that. That entire sentence. It means, I don't. And he's, that's just the way he is. He says off the wall stuff. And he's awesome. So he is going to be appearing by the Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and Saturday. So Harlan is stopping by around 9 o'clock. So it's going to be an exciting No Sad Bro day. Very nice. Most definitely. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report and the Stupid Question are a coming up. Don't be a scared. We'll be back in a moment. All right? Oh, damn it. Uh, it's okay. You didn't know I was going to say No, I would have done it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, Hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, 
Wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available in select areas. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All righty. Uh, we're going to give away for the stupid question this morning, pair of tickets to the Atlantic City uh, brew, uh, Beer and Music Festival, which is uh, June 3rd and 4th at Bader Field. The question that I will ask is this. Which, Benedict, which Benedictine monk, I can't say Benedictine, Benedictine monk perfected the champagne method? The champagne method? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR, which Benedictine Monk perfected the champagne method. 215-263-WMMR is the number. I got a bunch of birthdays to mention, and we'll start with Danielle Fischel. Oh, yes. Topanga. Topanga was the, the heartthrob of many a young man. Boy and meets, some older perverted men. Boy meets world. Uh, yes, I was probably the older, older perverted man. I was right with you. <laughs> but hung anyhow. up on us, right? Uh, what's that? Hung up, she hung up on yeah, us. Yeah, right? we, we had her on the air. Um, there was a story that was in like the gossip column in the paper that said that she was... Uh, Making out with another girl. There was a picture that went along with it. Yeah. We were celebrating it. And, uh, yeah, we just thought, hey, you were having fun last night kissing kissing a girl at the bar. We were prepared to give her an award. And we mentioned it to her, and then she hung up the phone. Hung up on us. And she's, (laughs) I guess that's okay, whatever. But uh, she is, uh, yes, she's a lovely girl. Lovely girl. Thick mop of hair, Preston. Yeah, she does. It makes you wonder if a bush is like that. Oh. Um, I'm in heaven. I can get away with it. My God. You know, like a like a like a tight hedge. She's forty two today. Yes, Reach. Um Boy Meets World, right? Yeah, Boy Meets World. Topanga. That, that is correct. Right. Yes. Um, also <laughs> celebrating birth- about that birthday today, Bill Ward of Black Sabbath, the drummer. And the word is he has a big beefy bush. Yes, I that's did the word. Hear that big so. tangly pubes. Yeah. So where do you stand? Was Black Sabbath sort of a seminal band for you? I, I you don't I, reference it. A, I have to be in the mood. Yeah, uh, I, have I to agree. Be, I have to be in the right mood for Black Sabbath because Sabbath is, uh, it's a little bit, um, you know, they play in a lot of minor keys, and so it's a little bit uh, a down, right. even though it's, you know, great rock music. But I had, I had friends that were just diehard Sabbath, Sabbath heads when I was younger, and I, you know, I went in through a phase, but I don't put on Black Sabbath. No, you know I agree. I mean? Yeah, that's the same way I feel about them. I really, I appreciate 
the stuff, but I never put it on. Yeah. I'm always hearing it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Bill Ward turns 75 years old today. Uh, Michael Palin, ah. Monty Python fame, and it's a Where big... Where could he be going at 5 to 7 with that thought oh off? Wow, his, his voice is higher than I remember. Well, that is from A Fish Called Wanda, but uh, and he is in that movie. Uh, but he is 80 years old today. Which one were you trying to do? This well, one? Uh, yeah, but now uh, the every, the audio just disappeared. God damn it. Okay. Did you, by the way, well, while you're looking for that, did you see the Netflix series on Monty Python and Preston? No. It's excellent. Oh, really? I, I just finished it last night. It's been sitting there all this time. I never, I never got around to watching it. But it's from the absolute beginning through the making of the movies, the whole section on Holy Grail. I know I gotta see you it. and your your sons are, are big fans of it. Yeah. So, oh my God, it's great! All right, I'm I'm on board. That's uh, that sounds like a, is it a multi? Uh, yeah, part series? it's uh, five episodes. I think. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah, just one. And I remember when Monty Python. When I was a kid, when I was probably I don't know, like a fourth or fifth grade or whatever, um, it was on public television. Yes, that's where you would see it, and at night. They would show boobies. So they talk about that in the series initially, and they're talking to a number of comedians who are influenced by Monty Python. <laughs> like, half of them say, besides, you'd see topless women. Yeah. It's great, yeah. Yeah, that and, and uh, Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny Hill. Benny Hill well, would yeah. show boobs. Uh, Michael Palin is uh, 80 today. Tina Yothers ah. of Family Ties, Jennifer Keaton. One of our early celebrity interviews, Preston, was Tina and, Yothers. Yeah, and it's, what? why are we playing uh, uh, Family Ties? I, I might actually be having a stroke right now, guys. <laughs> Do you smell toast? Like, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe she liked the show, Casey. Uh, family yeah, Ties is what I thought I was doing. <laughs> Nick is exactly right. And uh, It was Family Feud. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I, anyway, yes, Kathy, you were going to say. I met Tina Yothers at a Debbie Gibson concert. Uh, had my Debbie Gibson outfit on with my hat, and <laughs> Tina Yothers was there with her hat, and she sat. If she was like a few rows behind me, and after the show, we stayed till the very end. And I walked up to her, and she, you know, gave me an autograph. And we chatted for a little bit. I, you know, took she a had picture. a punk band, you know. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that. She yes. had a punk band. It yes. did not do that well, but no. she had one. We and actually interviewed her. It was uh, called uh, F- uh, Family Feud. Was the I know. <laughs> uh, Tina is celebrating her 50th birthday today. Uh, a guy that we love has been here in our studio. Very funny moment with him. Lance Hamrickson <gasps> uh, is turning 83 years old. One of my absolute favorites. Yeah, from uh, you know uh, Millennium. I know you're a big fan. Massive Mom fan. and sister love that show, too. The Alien uh, the Terminator, the right stuff. He's been in a bunch of stuff, and we had him here. He was coming by for an interview, and we had, you know, a couple of beautiful ladies. That, I forgot who was Brittany. here. Was it Brittany? Yeah, it was exactly Brittany that he became fixated on. And so he is getting ready to leave, and he just blatantly, and obviously, he drops his hotel key on the floor, and he goes, oops, like in front of Brittany. <laughs> It was so funny. We were cracking up. Yeah. So happy 83rd at Lance Henriksen. Uh, Brian Williams, the NBC News anchor, celebrates his 64th birthday today. Uh, John Reese Davies, uh, who is in Indiana Jones films, he plays Asala. And he's also from Lord of the Rings. He is Gimli. Gimli. He's uh, fantastic as he Gimli. Is. I agree. He's terrific. And you really have a hard time even telling it's him because he's so... They're, they did him up so wonderfully. They did these force perspective things yeah. practically on set. And it looks so seamless. Like when he's next to Orlando Bloom, you yeah. know, it's, it, it looks phenomenal. Uh, so he is uh, 79 years old today. Uh, also celebrating birthday today is uh, Henry Cavill. Cavill, how do you say it? Steve? Cavill. You say it correctly. Love Henry Cavill. My favorite Superman. Love Christopher Reeve. 
but he is my Superman. I agree. And uh, Steve, you also enjoyed Enola Holmes. Yes, he, I did. Play Sherlock you recommend Holmes. I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. Yeah, the, the second one's really good too. And he, I thought he was really great in that series as well. Uh, so he turns forty years old today. He's a good forty. So he had been um, and still remains in the in the top list of potential Bonds. The word is they're going to want to go with a younger Bond so they can get a longer run out of him. Ah, uh, boy, he'd be great though. Wouldn't he'd he? be terrific. Yeah. He'd have to actually. De-beefatized, though. He's he's very buff. Um, also, turning a year older today, one of Casey's all-time favorites, Adele. Ah. I, um, I feel like I was in on the ground floor with her when her album 19 came out. You I, were? Uh, yes, I was. You were, you were, Pavements was a big song. You were singing her praises right away. Yeah. You knew that she was going to be a big star. And then she just, I mean, the, the album 21 just... I think it's a perfect album. Uh, there's not a bad song on there, and she just busted into the scene with that album. Seeing the way she is, uh, has been with James Corden and some of her other celebrity friends, I think she'd be like a really cool person to hang out with. Yeah, I agree. You think with I'm you. right? Yeah. I love her. I watched uh, her interview with Oprah, and I just I liked her even more. Case, have you seen her perform? So I had tickets to see her, and my friend Helen is from England, and, and I gave my ticket to her to with my wife. So yeah. I was trying, I was looking and, you know, half attempting, kind of attempting to get tickets um, out in Vegas, yeah. and they are ridiculous. And give, you have give, to us, be, give us some prices. Oh, it, well, it wasn't, you, you couldn't even, you really couldn't, couldn't even get, even them? get okay. them, but they were, I mean, they were over, uh, like, over $1,000 a seat. Oh. But you couldn't even, you had to be on, like, her... Fan, you had to be in her fan club or whatever the official fan club, and then you got put into a lottery, and then like a, on another list, and it was like, and then they released the, uh, I guess the schedule or the tickets or whatever it was, and it just was like there was no way. Think about if you slalom that whole bunch of stuff to get in to see that, and just the night before you have bad pork, you know, and uh, um, and the whole evening goes out the the window because of that. I mean it's just it's it's too it's just too much to do. I remember she had. The initial run, her residency in Vegas, yeah. that all ended in, in a bad ticket situation. And then she had to remember, she canceled it and then tried it again. Well, she was also having issues with her vocal cords. Oh, that's uh, right. She had some sort of a surgery. We weren't sure what that was going to happen. Well, yeah. she, she had to learn how to sing differently. Uh, the way she sang, even though it was great, uh, it damaged was like, her vocal cords. Yeah, she wasn't mm-hmm. doing it right. And she wasn't going through the, 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 the proper steps to protect her. We her could help voice. her case. We could. <laughs> well, you could. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't. You know, can you imagine what it would be like if you knew that people were paying over $1,000 per ticket just to come see you? I couldn't handle it. Each night. I couldn't handle it. Because the, the, the I, I have to be good. Yeah. yeah I and mean, I'm not. Yeah, but yeah, but look. I mean, she's so good. I, I mean, can't listen, imagine they don't. You just enjoy do what it. you do at, at that yeah. level, at that that natural talent. You just yeah. do what you do. You're just good at it. No. My regular stand up stuff was good, and I really got fifteen hundred dollars a ticket. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, got Bro- fifteen hundred dollars total. <laughs> right. Yeah. The entire audience. Brooke Hogan, uh, daughter of Hulk Hogan. Uh, nice to meet you. Born on the exact same day as Adele. She is thirty five as well. She's a singer as well. <sighs> yeah, yeah. If you recall from whatever show that was, well, well, uh, Hogan knows. Hogan best. Best. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then he started dating her best friend. Something right. like that. All right, last birthday. We need to move along. Oh, yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. stop yeah. it. PJ Tucker. Selfie <laughs> 76ers. Is 38 years old today. And uh, they play tonight in Philadelphia. Back against the Celtics. We got a couple of Boston teams. We in town do, today, yeah. We may talk yeah. about that a little bit later yeah. on. All right. Happy birthday to everyone celebrating birthday on Cinco de Mayo, 5th day of May. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Which Benedictine monk 
perfected champagne, the champagne method. And we will go uh, to Debbie for an answer. Hi, Debbie. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Debbie, which Benedictine monk perfected the champagne method? Don Perignon. Well, his name is Dom, but we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. Dom Perignon. Hang on. It says every one of these on our <laughs> on our uh, list here says Don. <laughs> his name is Dom with an M, by the way. Dom Perignon. And Debbie, hang on the line. We are going to give you a pair of tickets to the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, June 3rd and 4th. Baderfield, uh, presented by Ocean Casino Resort, featuring over 100 breweries, pouring 400 wow. beers. Dropkick Murphy's performing June 3rd, 3-11 on June 4th. You can visit acbeerfest.com. It's what we finally know. The name of Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson's son. It has been revealed. Ah. It's not true. It's actually a fairly normal name. Really? Yes. uh, The Sun reports that the former couple named their baby boy Tatum Robert. Tatum. So Tatum is, uh, you know. It's it's normal. It's not like true. Right. Yeah. Some of the other kind of, you know, Psalm and, and the other things. Tatum on pop up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the insider told the outlet there was talk about whether it should be Tatum Rock or uh, should it be Robert Tatum. A source told the outlet in an article published Thursday that some of the family were leaning more towards Robert because it honors her dad and her brother. Uh, so they welcomed Tatum Robert, their second child, together via surrogate in August of 2022. But they're now jailing. You think, you think they're going to go to more uh, provincial classic name mode? The more kids they have, maybe like Gus, maybe. Yeah. Will Gus. we see a Gus Kardashian? Possibly. We'll have to see. Remains to be seen. Hey, Mark Hamill paid a sweet tribute to a Star Wars co-star Carrie Fisher at her Hollywood Walk Fame ceremony yesterday. The actor read from a note that he wrote about Fisher shortly after her death. In his speech, he said, "Carrie was one of a kind. She belonged to us all, whether we liked it or not." She was our princess, and the actress who played her blurred into one gorgeous, fearlessly independent, ferociously funny, take-charge woman who took our collective breath away. Uh, Determined and tough, but with vulnerability that made you root for her and want her to succeed and be happy. Uh, She played such a crucial role in my professional and personal life. Both would have been far emptier without her. Uh, He stuck around. Uh, to help Fisher's uh, daughter, Billy Lord, unveil her mother's star. And the Scream Queen star poured glitter on the star itself and told the crowd, my mom was glitter. She covered her world in it, both literally and metaphorically. She left a mark of sparkle on everyone she met. I don't know if Mark Hamill ever uh, resented the Luke Skywalker role, but I think he kind of shied away from it for a little bit. But I think so. He really seems to be in a good place in his life, and they, like he makes jokes about stuff all the time. He makes fun of himself. He was really twisted up about it for a while. Yeah, and I was very so. critical. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he was angry at the role, but he was. I think he was angry at the fan base for a while for okay. being, I don't know, they, they were beating up on George Lucas and all this stuff. Maybe and, too fanatical? P- possibly. But he yeah. just, yeah, like he's, I, you know, he's in the Chrysler movie that's coming out. Yeah. I, I really love my Hamill. Some people who, who, you know, who play a role that defines them for a long time uh, kind of resent it for yeah. a while and then later on you usually see them come back around and go, you know what? Happy with me. It was pretty... Cool. Well, yeah, everyone do, still, they'll say, oh, that's Vicky from uh, Small Wonder. Oh, you know, yeah. And that wasn't even you. I know. You well, know, it's really the weird it. part yeah. for a long time. You're a good actor, though. Yeah. Uh, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde are fighting back against a former nanny who is suing him in a California court. So, 
Sie verkaufte Hochzeitskleider und war sehr mondän. Doch gefunden uh, sich der andere und sie musste According to New... According to New Legal Document. They're fighting back oh, against uh, the name. No. Uh, uh, according to legal documents obtained by TMZ, the foremost couple say that uh, Erica Gennaro's civil suit uh, should have been addressed in a private arbitration in New York. Uh, they told TMZ it's unfortunate that this private matter continues to play out in the press. Our focus has been and will continue to be steadfastly to protect our family in the face of harassment of any kind. Uh, we are confident that the evidence brought forward will affirm our position to summarily Harumph. dismiss this case and bring our family peace. Harump. Now, let me ask you something. So, I know they're filthy rich, tons of money. Do you think you could? Do you think you could get on with a live-in maid? Like, you know, yes. you think you could? Yes. I don't know. I don't. I know someone like... who has one. Oh, really? Okay, yes. yeah. And it's. God damn it wonderful? awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All the yes. perks and benefits, yeah. Oh, he gets a he gets a martini when he comes home from wow. work. And, uh, is this Gary Lauer? It is not Gary Just Lauer. Just the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite tweet? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but I do know someone who literally has a living. Uh, he, he, he calls her his Alice. Ah, uh, wow. and And takes care of lots of stuff. I don't know. So it's uh, awesome. I don't but know if I could deal with it, but yeah, I, I maybe. You might get used to it. Possibly if yeah. I had a, a well, a mock-teeny. Uh The former mock? Yeah. Uh, the former. We've been slipping yeah. on that lately. I know. By it's the way. okay. Yeah. We can give it a rest. One more time, mock. Casey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their former nanny alleges that she was fired after she asked for a three-day leave to address mental health issues. You're fired, you whore. <laughs> Wow, okay. Liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. You don't want to think of Ted Lasso that way, do you? Caused by their tumultuous breakup. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't want to think of Ted Lasso. I'd like three days off. I'm very, I feel very, you're fired. You whore. You whore. Uh, Make me my my martini and then leave. uh, The Sun UK reports that Taylor Swift has reunited romantically with Matt Healy of the 1975. I like that band. Uh, The couple briefly dated nearly 10 years ago. Uh, I have a couple. Couple. (laughs) I have a couple of little pop music stories. Okay. According to a source, the two are madly in love. Madly not. And started seeing each other earlier this year, and she and longtime boyfriend Joe Alwyn, uh, after she and longtime boyfriend Joe Alwyn broke up. Uh, Swift and Healy spent time together uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple. Uh, uh, collaborating on her latest album. Uh, she even wrote with his band. Uh, the Sun also reports that the couple will go yeah, a public with their relationship at her concert in Nashville this weekend. Aha. Uh-huh. So we'll That's going to be a big to do. That uh, ends up happening. Audio had leaked. Not not that it was anything. He there was audio that leaked of him. I don't want to say leaked him talking about ever dating her, and he said no. He, he didn't think that would ever happen, and here they are. Wow. It's crazy. That's the it? word. We'll we'll see if it's legit or not. All right. Speaking of uh, stars, uh, Ed Sheeran has uh, won that uh, copyright trial. I'm glad he did. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I, and he had some things to uh, to say about it as well, as far as, um, you know, these kind of lawsuits being on the frivolous side. Uh, but Marvin Gaye's family, very protective of his uh, legacy. Uh, Marissa's going to send over a couple of clips that we have yeah, of him. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, Jesus. A couple. Okay. Yeah, a couple. A few. 
Yeah, I'm going to start using change it up today. You. We're going to get back the uh, mock yeah, but we're going to trade this one but in. I, we, yeah. we have the comparisons of the songs, and while there are similar chord changes, it doesn't sound like a ripoff of the song to me. You That's know? what's killing me lately, yeah. and, and Sharon makes that point, is that you know there are similarities in countless songs. The oh, thing yeah. they, they say that really helped his cases. He got up on the stand with his guitar yeah. and played different songs. I mean oh. there there are there are songs, there are loads of songs that are based on a progression called the twelve bar blues. And Standard, right? Why wouldn't yeah. there be lawsuits galore for, right. for anybody who tries to play the twelve bar blues and, and add some lyrics to it? So uh, anyway, here we go. This is uh Ed speaking after the trial. I'm obviously very happy with the outcome of the case, and it looks like I'm not having to retire from my day job after all. If the jury had decided this matter the other way, we might as well say goodbye to the creative freedom of songwriters. We need to be able to write our original music and engage in independent creation without worrying at every step of the way that such creativity will be, will be wrongly called to question. You remember a while back it was um, Tom Petty? Yes. Uh, and I forgot who the other artist was. Might have been uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers for Danny California. And, no. Uh, wasn't Larry, Mary Jane? Okay. Nope, it wasn't. It was uh, I forgot who it was. It was a solo artist, and he just um, once that the the Petty Camp had pointed it out to him that hey, this these are really close. Yeah. He said, you know what? I didn't even realize it. You're right. You wrote that song first, even though I didn't steal from you. So they made an agreement. There we go. And they didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Sam Smith, stay with me. That was it. Uh, yeah. Okay. And and they 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 put it to bed right away. And sometimes you can accidentally accidentally write a same song. Think about the amount of content that yeah. all these multiple artists make. What What are the odds? You have to attach some sort of knowing, I'm going to steal this. Right. Yeah. And that's virtually impossible to do. But I remember Tom Petty saying that Sam Smith told him, yeah, I, you're right. It, it was Mock, an accident. Yeah, yeah so. he said, yeah. yeah. yeah, a couple, yeah. Um, you know, a couple of years ago. <laughs> couple. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Um, some years ago, there was a fish song. Uh, that it's a staple and and it's called Tweezer and apparently like back in the 80s there was a heavy metal band it is a, like it's not even like oh they're kind of like similar I'm like no it's the same freaking guitar riff it's okay. the same thing that the entire song is so built upon how did it play out uh, it, like did they sue them it, well, or the estate no oh. no I mean this is where I'm going it's like uh, that I heard I saw this on the internet and then I like looked it up and I timestamped and I'm like all right this Fish was first. I mean, Fish was like way after this. Was but it? like, no, there's been no stink of it at all. Well, wasn't it Coldplay and Joe Satriani? Yes. Yeah. And Satriani swears he didn't uh, steal it, but yeah. it's clearly the same. And or no, the other way Coldplay, around. Yeah. The other way around. Coldplay, but yeah. they're Coldplay and uh, Kraftwerk, too. You remember that? Yeah. Calls this number? Yeah. Calls this number. Yeah. Calls this number. <laughs> also, uh, going back to Ed Sheeran, he's playing the Met this summer. He's, uh, June 2nd, I think the show is. Didn't, didn't he used to play the Link? Like, uh, has yeah. Ed Sheeran's audience shrunk? No, no, no. I think he is. I I don't know. He's still pretty big. Yeah, but I mean, the Met is a, just a theater at this point, so I'm surprised that it went from. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he played the Link before. Uh, huh. Now he's playing the theater. Uh, let's play a little comparison of uh, Ed's song and uh, Marvin Gaye's song, and then we got to move along. Here we go. When your legs don't work like they used to before It's a good song And I can't sweep you off of your feet Let's get it on Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? <laughs> Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? What was that you just <laughs> That's did? That's the part from Let's Get It On. Yep. Let's get it on. Yeah, I know, but do that again. <clears throat> no. 
Okay. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. Here's Let's Get Stop It telling On. Telling me what to do. There we go. <laughs> can you do that? Went, 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 went. No, but I can do it. It's a great song, dude. Is there ever when this song isn't awesome? It's awesome. Here's the part. All right. Uh, we had Marissa's those. like freaking out over here. What's going on, Marissa? Okay. Uh, she's got she's going Just crazy. Just wanted to add to Nick. He is playing the link, and then he added a show at the Met the night before. Ah. Uh-huh. Holy moly. Not only It's like gone further than you thought. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. only because I'm here, I want to mention The Verve and uh, Bittersweet Symphony and The Rolling Stones. That's my favorite one of those stolen songs because The Verve's career like totally decimated. And then The Stones, 20 years later, were like, man, you can have my back. Really? Do you remember that Wait one? a second. The Rolling Stones gave the money back? Yeah, but like 20 years later, after The Verb had like no career. Verve. The Verve. Thank you. The Verb. Yeah. Not the Verb. Verb. Um, I always confuse the verb and the verb. We're going to add verb. So, so what happened was they'd sampled that bittersweet sympathy for their well, but it's actually the basis of their song. Yeah, and they they generated no money, uh, the verb from the um, uh, from the the profit. So, uh, yeah, I, I never heard the second part though about the Rolling Stones giving the money back. Mm. All right, uh, let me see a couple other things here. <laughs> Sorry, you said it, bro. Couple. Uh, okay, uh, so what do, you, what, do you, what do you want from me? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to move the goddamn show forward. Okay, all that's right. all. All right. All are, right. Are you saying that that sound clip is ruining the show? Can I? <laughs> I, I, th- I think someone might have had a soda before the show. I think so. <laughs> all right. So Lisa Vanderpump. I think you guys can all kiss my ass. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm just glad I'm not part of it. <laughs> I'm neutral on this one, guys. Lisa Vanderpump is closing her famed West Hollywood... I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) Keep going. Don't stop. Her famed West Hollywood restaurant for good. It's like driving a car in Manhattan. Don't stop. E! News Thursday that it's with heavy hearts that we announce that the lease at Pump Restaurant is expiring... And we will be closing its doors on July 5th after 10 years of beautiful evenings under our olive trees. I, I There's so much about this whole show and this thing that I don't know. I, I know that I don't like her, uh, but uh, Pump, never heard of it. Apparently, Vanderpump's landlord is jacking up the rent to a million dollars a year. Whoa! I don't know what that's all about. Oh. Okay. Kevin Hart shared an update on Jamie Foxx's condition uh, yesterday, or on Wednesday. He told, uh, he said that, well, you know what? Do we have that clip? We were supposed to have it yesterday. We do. And where are the we're pictures? pictures. Supposed to we're see. supposed to see. Uh, Marissa, did that get over? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. The hope thing is that he's getting better in this situation. And everybody's prayers, everybody's love, energy, all that stuff is seen and felt. You know, you just want the guy to, to get out of the situations and then get back home. To my knowledge, is there is a lot of progression and the world a better man. And he said, I don't know the details or the exact details about what's going on. So I... Who I, knows? I've never seen a story um, like this attached to a celebrity of his level where the information didn't leak out. Yeah. So I don't know what, what the hell is going on. Yep. 
Uh, so, speaking of people being ill, Christina Applegate said that the network executives at ABC were, quote, not very sympathetic or empathetic human beings when she was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2009. Jeez. I show Vanity Fair that she returned to the set of Samantha Who only two weeks after reconstruction surgery and added, uh, I don't feel like I could have, I, I don't, wait, didn't feel like I could have that voice to be like, you know what, it's only been two weeks and I'm in a lot of pain, and maybe we should just let me have a second here. Uh-huh. So apparently they, they kind of rushed her back to work. That sucks. And Man, she's, she's been dealt a lot of bad cards. Yes, she has. And so MS is yes, what she's dealing, dealing with it now. Now, and it's uh, it's really causing some serious problems for her. Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers are planning to help the crews of their late-night shows uh, if the writer's strike continues. And sources say that uh, NBC is paying staffers through the end of next week, and Fallon and Myers will then pay employees for the third week if that does indeed happen. Do you remember Leno uh, did that years ago? I think it was during the last writer's strike. He took a big hit. Yeah, and he was really generous to all yeah. of his employees. Yep. Uh, speaking of the strike, Drew Barrymore uh, will not host the upcoming MTV Movie and TV Awards show with uh, solidarity with the striking members of the Writers Guild of America. In solidarity. Uh, she explained her decision in a statement to Deadline saying, I have listened to the writers, and in order to truly respect them, I will pivot from hosting the MTV uh, Movie and TV Awards live in solidarity, solidarity with the strike. Uh, everything we celebrate and honor about movies and television is born out of their creation, and until a solution is reached, I am choosing to wait. But I'll be watching from home and hope that you will join me. The show is set to air Sunday, May 7th, by I, the way. Used to, we used to watch that show, that award show, fairly frequently. In report, and I, don't, I haven't seen it in years. On, uh, yeah, the MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's off the radar. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge will miss out on her SNL hosting debut in the wake of the writer's strike as well. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Successions, uh, Kieran Culkin... Uh, was booked as host for the May 13th episode, and the White Lotus star was set for the season finale, so they're kind of up in the air. Pete Davidson right as well. Yeah. Uh, also, Brad Pitt will get in the cockpit of a real Formula One race car for his upcoming film on the International League, according to Variety. Is he uh, actually going to drive, or is he just going to sit there? I don't know. Yeah. They haven't said, uh, said that, but... Uh, vroom, vroom! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, get out of the way! I'm Joe Fast! <laughs> uh, <laughs> director Joseph Kaczynski and producer Jerry Bruckheimer, according to them, uh, Pitt will be driving an F1 car for uh, from Silverstone to the end of this year. Uh, Silverstone is a track... Where the British Grand Prix takes place. And what's Cold Stone? By the way, that's a place that has lovely ice cream okay. treats. That's why they chased me out of there at my race car. One thing I had to have to say is that uh, if you think about celebrities throughout the years who have actually gone in hole on racing, remember Tom Cruise? Yeah. Paul Newman? Yeah. They used to actually competitively race. Frankie yeah. Muniz. Frank, uh, yes. Yeah, there's been a few of them. Um, trying to remember who it was who got into an accident and then kind of left that. I, I don't remember. Susan Boyle. No, it was Susan Boyle. There you go. Thank you for remembering. I think maybe Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley. Yep. He was one as well. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, movies opening today Ooh. for your weekend viewing pleasure. Go 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 opens this week in sci-fi adventure comedy, starring, of course, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Bradley Cooper, and others. Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, our beloved band of misfits are looking a bit different these days. Peter Quill, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, must rally his team around him to defend the universe along with protecting one of their own. A mission that, if not completed successfully, could quite possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Two and a half hours long. It's rated PG-13. Wide theater release. And Rotten Tomato score gives it an 80%. So a satisfying wrap-up big case, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. Also opening this weekend is Love Again. It's a romantic comedy. It stars Priyanka Chopper Jones. Jonas. Sorry. Uh, Sam Huygen and Celine Dion. How about that? As herself. Uh, detailing with the loss of her, dealing with the loss of her fiance, Mira Ray sends a series of romantic texts to his old cell phone number. Not realizing the number was reassigned to Rob Burns's New York uh, new work phone. Uh, a journalist, Rob is captivated by the honesty and the beautifully confessional texts mm. when he's assigned to write a profile of megastar Celine Dion playing herself in her first film role. Uh, he enlists her help into figuring out how to meet Mira in person and win her heart. Hour and 44 minutes. Long, wide theater release. There's no score available for Rotten Tomatoes right now. And then finally, What's Love Got to Do With It opens. Uh, it's a romance and comedy. It stars Lily James, uh, Sajad Latif, and Emma Thompson. Uh, for documentary maker and dating app addict Zoe, Swiping Right has only delivered an endless stream of Mr. Wrongs to her eccentric mother, Kath's dismay. For Zoe's childhood friend and neighbor, Kaz, the answer is to follow his parents' example and opt for an arranged marriage uh-huh. to a bright and beautiful bride from Pakistan. As Zoe films his hopeful journey from London to uh, Lahore, uh, to marry a stranger, a whore, <laughs> the whore, uh, chosen by his parents, she begins to wonder if she might have something to learn from a profoundly different approach to finding love. Uh, it's an hour and a half long, PG-13, wide release in theaters. Want me to tell you how it ends? And the Rotten Tomatoes score is 69%. How does it end? She uh, falls in love with him, and they realize that they should be together okay. before the prearranged marriage. There you can know. just tell. You can tell by the trailer. All right, and we are now ready for the clips. Ed Sheeran's new documentary, The Sum of It All, shows a glimpse of the superstar's personal journey. And in this clip, he sweetly shares his greatest achievement. The greatest achievement I've made is starting a family, having having love in my life. I feel I know so many people that have so many things that have filled up their house, or like they have lots of money, or they've had lots of success, but they're lonely and they they wish for that. Uh, Ed Sheeran, some of it all is available now on Disney Plus. You know what I loved him in was yesterday. It's great. That movie is great, and he's. Awesome in it. And who's in that movie? Lily Lily James. James. Correct, yeah. Next clip, here we go. The third and final volume of Guardians of the Galaxy is finally upon us. And here, director James Gunn talks about the evolution of one of his favorite characters. Greatest achievement. Ah, okay. All right, here we go. You know, unlike, you know, original Groot, who was sort of unsocialized, he was... He was much more of an animal, treated like an animal for much of his life. This Groot was treated as part of a family. And he has a bunch of fathers and mothers um, that have raised him. Shut up, dummy. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, is in theaters today. That was James Gunn? Yes, James Gunn. I don't think I've ever heard him speak before. No, I was really? thinking the same thing. All right. I've uh, enjoyed so much of his work, and yeah. yet I've never heard his voice. 
All right, gang, that's it. We have uh, a lot on today's program to get to. First and firm, foremost, I will tell you about uh, Concert Cash. We're less than an hour away from that, so 1000 bucks, MMRBQ tickets, hang out for that. At some point this morning, we will be giving away a Kenan's Cut the Line uh, package. All right, it's a VIP package, and we gave these away the past couple of years. Uh, so when I tell you to, you'll call in, and, and you may win, not right now, uh, cut the line passes for you and three guests at our Memorial Day weekend kickoff broadcast at Keenan's Irish Pub in North Wildwood, Friday, May 26th, plus a bucket of Coors Light and a case of Coors Light for your beach house as well. And that's from Coors Light made to chill at the Jersey Shore. So some point today we'll give that away. That is a coveted situation to win because you know how early people get there to good, get good seating. So that's terrific. And we also have uh, our friends at Primo uh, stopping by today. Primo Hoagies. Uh, today is National Hoagie Day, and Primo Hoagies is celebrating with $6.99 Primo-size Italian turkey and cheese or ham and cheese hoagies all day for rewards members. So you want to go to uh, PrimoHoagies.com uh, to get the details. Um, can I give away a $1 gift card? Let's wait on that until it gets Okay, we're not going to do that right now. But I will give away something else right now, and that is a pair of tickets for the Golden Gloves National Championships. Whoa. At Harris, it's May eighth to the thirteenth, and we'll take caller number eight at two one five two six three WMMR. You can visit <laughs> pagoldengloves.com for tickets. It's sponsored by United Association and Sprinkler Fitters six six nine and six nine two. Uh, and by the way, Buster Douglas and Michael Spinks are going to be on our show on Monday morning. Nice. Here, so caller number eight will set you up with that two one five two six three. WMMR. Let's take a break. We have Harlem Williams stopping by this morning, too. So there's a lot. A lot. Big, chunky, no sad bro Friday. We'll be back in just a moment. Philly may be less than welcoming to some Boston visitors. Like you, Celtics and Sox. However, 93.3 WMMR is very happy to welcome, for the first time in more than 10 years, Aerosmith. They're kicking off their 50th anniversary at Peace Out Farewell Tour at the Wells Fargo Center, Saturday, September 2nd. Today, Brent Porsche has your chance to win free tickets. Then, all weekend, we'll be doing Big Bad Aerosmith blocks and even more giveaways. Get complete show and ticket info at WMMR.com. And while you're there, MMR VIPs get registered for another shot to win. Aerosmith and 93 WMMR. Everything that rocks. No sad bro. 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 Casey and Kyle and Zach with our no sad bro jingle now, which they made. Earlier this week, I love it. Uh, it's uh, it kind it makes me feel good. It, yeah, it's a good feeling. Uh, Casey, I'm going to ask you this later on if we do the because uh, the text came in, but uh, uh, if we do the connoisseur today, this says has Casey boy checked out relish the new hot dog burger? Are you kidding me? Of McDade Boulevard, hey. I need to know what he thinks. I'm a hot dog loving man. <laughs> okay, um, let me just show you something. Here. Can we cover that a little later? We, on? we can cover okay. it a little bit later on. But um, here's a preview. 
uh, that's where I was for dinner last night. Oh my God, he's, he's got a that's picture of the went? place. Oh my God, <laughs> of course so you did. We'll cover that later on. Uh, Nick, you wanted to mention something. I just wanted to give a, a shout out to uh, Rob Mestichelli and hey. the, uh, the crew over at uh, 3D uh, Collision Center and Body Works in, in Wayne, PA. I had, got a little fender bender like a month or so ago. Uh, finally got the car into the shop, and Rob and everybody at the, that shop listens to the show. Loves 3D? The station. Yeah, it's 3D. It's right on Lancaster Avenue yeah. in, in Wayne, and uh, nicest guys. Uh, sometimes these things can be a giant pain in the ass, and they made everything seamless. So thanks so much to Rob and the entire crew over there. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Give him a shark. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I'm little so... Sharty uh, shark for you, you guys. Yeah. Um, so there is a... There's a lot of Boston in town this weekend. <laughs> a little too much. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we got uh, we got the Sixers and Celtics. We got the uh, the Phils and the side and the Sacks. As I once heard a, a Boston fan <laughs> scream nonstop, I went to a game in Baltimore to see the Orioles when uh, Cal Ripken was playing. It was his last season. I want to see him mm-hmm. play, and they were playing the the Red Sox. And the guy sitting behind me was from Boston, and the whole game, Matt Sacks, let's go Sacks. And I just, at that point, I realized uh, he, he ruined the boss. You ruined it. Yes. You killed it. It can be, it can be grating. Yes. If it's a, depending on who's, who's using it. Uh, there are times when I do like it. But when it's in the in the mouth of the wrong person, right. it's deadly. Like, I love Goodwill Hunting. Yes. And I love the accents in that. And those guys are legit Boston right. guys, except for uh, Robin Williams. But, uh, but he pulls off the accent. Well. Right. And uh, and then it's kind of appealing, I think. But other times, shut up <laughs> with your like sacks. This, like this weekend, <laughs> there was a uh, commercial a few years ago in the Super Bowl, and it was um, uh, John Krasinski, Chris Evans, yes. Rachel yep. Dratch, and that was really funny. And they all played up their Boston accents, but I thought that was really well done. Doc the cat, yeah, yeah, and all that. Um, and Casey brought this up the other day. So where did what was your? You know what? It was on Twitter. Okay, uh, it might have been a Philly Inquirer writer or something along those lines. It ended up on my Twitter feed. Uh, because the the standard, for, you know, if you're going to, you know, do the, the Boston accent is pack the cat and have it yad. Right. And so this person on Twitter, oh, and I'll, I'll have to find it so I can give them credit, but they were like, what is the Philadelphia equivalent ah, of okay. pack the cat and have it yad? Of that yeah. phrase. That of also that highlights phrase. our yeah. dialect. Yeah. Right. So it would have to have the word "wooder" in wooder it. Wooder would have to be. But in like, there. so but the thing about "pack the can and have it yeah, is it, 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 that all rhymes. I don't think we have one that "park the wooder by the birder." <laughs> you got like "wooder" and "home" and it, it won't, "phone." And, doesn't lend itself to it. No, no. no. It, yeah, those those are not. Um, but if you would like to, if you would like to include all of our uh, pronunciation foibles, if you wanted to call yeah. it that, uh, "wooder." And uh, Acme. Oh, yeah. Saturday. Does John make it win? No, because that's the own word. That's yeah. a slang that's word. That's a slang word. Yeah. It's not the accent. Yeah. What, was, what was one you just said just a second uh, ago? Like home or phone. Home, home. or phone. Yeah, definitely. Those would all have to be included. Home, phone. Uh, E.T. You know what? Monday. Also has that, that home and phone uh, pronunciation is Baltimore. Uh, I was going to say North Carolina. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my my friend Adam, who actually lives here now, he does. You know, he has. They. It's like a him 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 thing. Really? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I that comes with this as well. <laughs> yeah. that. I was yeah. gonna say maybe I haven't noticed because it's similar to ours. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I don't know. Like I have family in Baltimore. I don't notice that they have an accent. But yeah, is it because you, it's the same as ours? <laughs> if you see the movie Hairspray, they play on that a lot. Yeah. yeah. You uh, haven't you know haven't drink some rum and cokes with all those people? You know so. <laughs> 
Do you remember that line? No. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Tracy Turnblad, you're going to have me out having rum and cokes with them. (laughs) I do now. (laughs) Um, So they have a a similar pronunciation. But we're getting some suggestions, I believe, 215-263-WMMR, what might be a standard Philadelphia accent phrase. You know who had a good one was um, Kate Flannery. Yes. Uh, she would say, some, yeah, I can my, take my daughter to gymnastics. My daughter, yeah. yeah. Daughter. To gymnastics <laughs> instead of gymnastics. Yeah, daughter. Like, daughter. People say that uh, that we say Philadelphia, like all mush mouth as well. Philadelphia. 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 Yeah. And also Philly becomes a, a W instead of two L's. I know, I've gotten made fun of. Uh, for college? <laughs> yeah, college, college, Philly. College, Philly. Yeah. yeah. Philly. 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 Uh, let me go to some calls. Hang on a second. Uh, I have uh, Mike, um, who actually lives in Boston. He oh, wants to okay. talk about Boston real quick here. Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. What's up, bud? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. from Boston. <laughs> yeah. By the yeah. way. It's a great campaign. I love that campaign. I think that's, a, I think that's clever as hell. Sam Adams, right? Mm-hmm. I think yes. he does that. Yeah. All right. What's up, Mike? So the entire uh, Bruins first-round playoff run, I couldn't even go out to a bar or restaurant just because you think the accent's bad, like, in general, wait until they start drinking, which is a lot. <laughs> okay, so it amplifies it? Oh, my God. And it's they, it's just shouted, but instead of being in a ballpark where it kind of dissipates, yeah. you're in a small, enclosed bar. <laughs> you just want it can It can be grating. Again, there are times when I enjoy it, and it's kind of fun and, you know, has good neighborhood kind of thing, but uh, maybe on a raging drunk, not so much. Yeah, and I can't uh, order a glass of water without having to be asked five mm. times what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, really? What you're asking yeah. for. Yeah. yeah, I can even see that. All right, Mike, thank you. Do you live in Boston currently? Uh, I do, yes. Are you calling from there now? Um, I'm actually, I work in New Hampshire, so I'm calling uh, from my way up north. Okay. Right, cool, man. We appreciate it. All right, thanks, Mike. Have a Jet good weekend. Around. All right, see you, yeah. bud. All right, um... Let me go to, hang on, uh, Maria. Hi, Maria. Good morning. Hello. 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 What's up, Maria? I cannot. I'm from North Jersey. We have our own accent, but I went to Penn State and all the Pennsylvania accents, and now I live here. Cannot stand how you guys say bagel. 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 Yeah, it's bagel. It is bagels. Long A. I've heard... we live here now, and like, so my daughter will be like, "Hey, mom, can you get some bagels?" I'm like, "Stop it!" I know. Wait, wait, wait. The way you're saying it sounds weird to me. Bagel. Bagel. She she's saying bagel. Like yeah. no, like she, that's bag. she's saying that's how, how that is that how you say it. You guys say it. Yeah. Right. Oh. It's not how I say it's it, but, I, say but it. I, I think maybe a some lot of people do. Yeah. Who have heard it? Mm-hmm. It's funny because I didn't know bagel. the way I I didn't know I had an accent um, for the longest time, and then Thanks, my uh, the girl, my ex girlfriend. She's from North Jersey, and I was up hanging out with her and her friends, and they were having a field day with the way I was saying phone and home, and I was like, I, "What? I, how am I saying it? Because I, the way you're saying it sounds like exactly the way I'm saying it. I'm like, fun, like phone. I'm saying it like the way you're saying and it. And by the way, when you're with someone, you see sometimes people are like, oh, my God, like, like you know, like your head's glowing. It's like, it's, I just have a dialect. Yeah. Uh, it's just with with that. I guess you had a little bit of a W in the low in the in the long O sound instead of O. It's O. But it's weird because oh, the way they were saying it, I was like, oh, "That's what I feel like hey, I'm saying." I'm gonna kill you all. <laughs> I, I guess it wouldn't all. be a W because your O already has a W in it. But eh, 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 
I don't sense a, a lot of of issues with you. Uh, I don't. Uh, we, we've talked about. It. I mean, you have to be. When the, the goal in broadcasting is to be fairly antiseptic, like well, yeah, hard to detect. But yes. if everybody on the show, Casey yeah. has the most distinct accent, yeah. right? And you guys, Preston and Steve, didn't grow up here, so you don't really no. have accents at all, and they're much more neutral. Have you have you ever seen accents uh, when when they're written out phonetically yes. and they're written out? Then you can get it. Absolutely. Then you're like, oh, that's, you know, I can't quite put my finger on how that's pronounced. But when you see there are, are uh, language experts and, and dialect experts, and they write it out phonetically for it, and you're like, oh, that's how we pronounce it. There that. was an acting book, like a guy yeah. from years ago, Preston, but this was years ago. We had it in our house, and it was just, it was like a standard book that had been passed around. They had a whole bunch of old books. If you were to look at, look at that thing now... It's the most racist oh. because it's it's mm-hmm. and just stereotyped like how to how to be you know uh, how to be this um, ethnicity how to right. be and with it written out it just looks horrible but yes when you actually see it phonetically written out you're yeah. like oh I get it now yeah yeah so I, I wanted to give the guy credit who where you know got this um, conversation topic from and yeah. so the guy's name is Drew Lazor. Uh, L A Z O R. He is, uh, you know, he's a freelance writer, and so he said, uh, "I don't know if it's a keystone phrase for the Philly accent, a la Pactacon Havidyad, but uh, <laughs> but he says I just overheard a mom say, yeah, his top teeth or teeth are coming in.'" And it felt teeth like with yeah. F's. Well, now actually it's a th, but uh, yeah, his top teeth are coming in, and I felt like getting slapped across the face uh, with, with a hoagie, like when when he heard that. So he well, that doesn't thought, seem so bad, right? No, but I guess it was the way she oh, said it, it with yeah. her accent that that sounded like the pact to kind of have it yet. Uh, Stacy has a potential uh, phrase uh, to represent Philadelphia's accent. Hi, Stacy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. What's up, Stacy? So I kind of lost a little bit of my accent, and my youngest daughter um, makes fun of the way I say Well, I used to say daughter, and now I kind of change it because of her. So I put together all the words that she makes fun of me. So the sentence came out to be, hey, you guys, I'm going to give my daughter a quarter to get some water. Okay. Okay, so it'd be daughter, yeah. a quarter. So guys. Daughter. guys. Hey, you guys, I, I'm going to give my daughter a quarter. For some water. <laughs> okay, I like that. It can be a little more arch, though, on the water. Water. Well, yeah, yeah. she says she doesn't really have an accent right. anymore. Right, so give my daughter Yeah, we, did. we need somebody who has that natural. Yeah, yeah, uh, to I, be able. I grew up there all my life, and then I guess because I've been out for, you know, so long that I kind of lost a little bit of it, but... You know what I find, uh, Stacey, and in general, I, I think if you talk about accents and, and, and dialects, that can hang on, that seem to survive even being in another part of the country or, or another country, Bo- uh, Bostonian accent holds on. Yeah. yeah. Southern accents Thanks. will hold on. Yeah. Uh, but but um, yeah, some of them will. But I lost mine. I had a Southern accent when I was a kid. How profound was it? It was pretty strong. They, they made fun of me uh, a little bit when I because I lived in South Carolina for four years, and I, and I was... Uh, I was in like second, third, fourth grade, somewhere in that range. So I was very, um, I was still forming uh, my, okay. you know, speaking, yep. my way of speaking. And so I had, and my parents have a, a Southern accent. Uh, so it was, it was fairly uh, significant, but it only lasted a couple of years because we had moved to the Midwest when I was uh, going into sixth grade. And so I was still developing, and I, I just picked it up from everybody else. Right. I, I stopped talking like that eventually. And it wasn't conscious. I just did it. We have know? audio of you as a kid. Don't miss a lie. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can hear that. I had a little bit yeah. of uh, uh, an impediment as well. <laughs> we actually couldn't understand anything. Uh, yes. That's weird. Chickasaw. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love when my New York family makes fun of the Philly accent. I'm like, you guys sound yeah. worse than we do. Shut the hell hold, up. Hold my well, beer. There was an SNL <laughs> bit on that uh, with there? Tina Fey. Yeah, yeah. And it was the ladies from New York who were, who were talking about her, her exotic accent, <laughs> and she was throwing out all the Philly tropes. Uh. Uh, but the New Yorkers found it. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? What happened to you on the Wiz? Yeah, there's a classic. You'll hear it all the time, and it's actually similar. I've said this many times before, with a, with a Philadelphian accent at a certain area. A Long Island seems very similar to that. Would you agree, Kathy? What, that they're stronger? They're kind, they're kind of like... Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what, and listen, when, like, my uh, my cousin's kids, whenever I go yeah. to see them, they're like, say spoon, say, uh, you know, home. And, uh, you know, I amp it up for them, but I'm like, you're going to end up with worse accents than me. <laughs> One of them is, what are you, stupid? <laughs> it's wild when you, when someone is speaking English to yeah. you and you can't understand And you don't understand them. them. Yeah. And, and, and it, even though uh, I remember in, in Ireland when we were there, oh, God. it was uh, the first trip we took to Ireland. This guy's talking to me, and I'm going, I had to have him repeat himself four times. I did not know what he was speaking English to me. I did <laughs> not know what he was saying. Ray Cooter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, that, now, that, that part I <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, he's like, what do you say? <laughs> I apologized over and over. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, you're a wonderful people in a great country, but you sound horrible. Uh, I want to go to Jerry. Hi there, Jerry. Hey, how you guys doing today? Great. What's up, Jer? So I used to get my chops busted by all guys out in the Midwest. And I used to say to them, look, I'll set it up right now. The water on the roof flows into the creek. <laughs> That's the, a good. The water yeah. on the roof Flows into the crick. I like it. That's and pretty that, good. That would cure all the valves in one second. There you yeah. go. Uh, the water on the roof. You on need, the roof. Rough. You need the O sound, though. I feel like yeah, you, you need, need more O's in you there. You need an O in there, like like the phone. Like if you're talking about a roof, could you start it, it with hold hold the phone? Yeah. The water on the roof flows into the crick. I like that. All right. Hold, hold the phone. We're, <laughs> the water on the roof. Flows into the crick. We're missing Mike Thanks, on his bike. Uh, so that, that's a whole other cluster. That's right. <laughs> so my my uh, my wife's parents are in town right now, and Moink. and my uh, my mother in law has a very um, uh, so St. Louis has has a couple of weird isms like Philly does right. as well, like the um, the or sound. If you're saying something that is or, it actually comes out as r. So yes. if you're saying forty. The, the big joke is it comes out as farty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, and there's a highway in St. Louis called 44, and farty really farty. local yokels call it farty far. So that has sort I of... I kid a, you not. Yeah. That has sort of a Celtic... Yeah. But without the other stuff that surrounds right. it. Right. And, and uh, also there's another one, like, like she says warsh. Yes. Uh, a lot instead of wash. Does it flip the other way? Warsh. You see, I just cut a fort. No, no, it doesn't, but it should. Yeah. You would think so. My third grade teacher would say Wash, like Washington. Oh, God, yeah. And and she would also say, like, Swarthmore as well. But, but not, not even, like, war, uh, Wash. It's like Warsh. Like warsh. A, yeah. You, you're wearing a Warsh hat. You'll, get, you'll yeah. get that up in New York as mm-hmm. well. You'll get that, like, uh, the Queens and, and it didn't come out in the Warsh. Yeah. What if we had, instead of just one phrase, it was a call and response phrase, just like spies. Ooh, okay. You know? And you All say, right. okay, so what was that guy's phrase about the roof, uh, the water on the roof? The phone. Uh, the water the on the water roof, roof flows into the crick. Flows into the crick, and you say that to somebody, and they go, ah, because the phone... 
You know, I here. I, I lost well, my. Well, maybe we have a response here okay. with uh, with Steve on the line. Hey, Steve. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, bud. All right. So, what is your your Philly phrase? On Monday, my cousin spilled his water in front of his home. Okay, and then you. So that would be on. That Mon- would be. On Monday, my cousin spilt his water in front of his home. Spilt. Yes. yes. Spilt yeah. his water on his phone. On his phone. That's so that's the, the answer to so, yeah. hold the phone. The Wait. Wa- water on the roof flows into the creek. Flows into the on creek. Monday, on Monday, my cousin spilled water in front of his home. <laughs> the it's one thing good. we're losing is the moik. Oh, my, I, my cousin Mike. I my cousin love, Mike spilled his water. And you can't say in front of his home. You have to say in front of his home. In front of his home. In front of his home. I love the like spill. Instead, uh, instead of down the shore, it's down a shore. Down a shore, yeah. And you know what you could do is you could, you could start off by saying, yo. <laughs> yo. Ever had a yo. shirt, mate? <laughs> my wife. Uh, my wife and I are both from Philly, but neither one of us have a really thick accent, except I say I sleep on a pillow all the time. <laughs> a pillow. Yeah, a pillow. Oh whenever, whenever I do the Philly accent, her blood curdles. Yeah, it. well, my right. wife has held on to her Thanks, uh, Long Island accent. Blair's yeah, got the accent. She's, she's got it, yeah. yeah. So, and I don't know if this is just my mom being my mom or if my mom being from West Philly, but she calls it a pocketbook. Pocketbook. Yes. Pocketbook. And also, uh, she eats coleslaw. Coleslaw. Yes. coleslaw. yes. Not my, coleslaw, but coleslaw. coleslaw. My friend Lori says pocketbook. She does. As well. I never really <laughs> noticed that. Really? She that. She's kind of young for pocketbook. Yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> if, <laughs> pocketbook. Casey, if it's at a point in the evening where you're uh, asking if people have had their meal yet, um, do you say jeet? Jeet yet? Jeet. Jeet yet? You know, so here's the deal. Is I that one of your dolls, Kathy? <laughs> That's Jotten and Keaton. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because my I uncle feel does. Like he does. My uncle okay. Michael says Jeet and then Jeet uh, uh, Yet. That'd be a great Jeet name. That'd be a great dog name. Jeet. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jeet. I like that. Uh, let me see. More calls coming in. Let me go to Johnny. We're looking for a Philly phrase. Hey, Johnny, good morning. Hey. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not born in Philly, but. I've uh, been living here a long time, so I, I my ear is fine-tuned to it. And I was at John's Roast Pork in South Philly one day, and there was this real South Philly lady there. And uh, she interrupted me while I was ordering to ask the guy behind the counter, You's got Milano's? <laughs> You's got, got Milano's? You's <laughs> got Milano's? <laughs> I love the fact that she interrupted you in the middle of your order. That's maybe one of the most concise examples of the accent. You've got Milano's. Milano's. I love that. Did they? And by the way, did they have Milano's, Johnny? They did. All right. Awesome. I love it. Thank you for the call. Was it Pepper's Farm Milano's, or was it a different kind of Milano's? They're good. I don't know. I do. That's what I was thinking of. The cookies. By the Milano's way. are fantastic. They're probably my you favorite. You have a uh, favorite type of Milano? Because there are several. Uh, the dark there. chocolate one. There's double double dark, chocolate. dark chocolate. And then there's also mint Milano's. Oh, those, are my, those are my personal faves. Those, those are your the, favorite Milano's? Milano's, yeah. Those are new, though, right? No, no, no. They've been around since, yeah, since we were kids. Really? Since we was kids. We, um, and they're healthy for you. If you eat them, you lose weight. <laughs> we couldn't afford the Pepperidge Farm cookies when I was a kid. Did you get, like, the faux Pepperidge Farm? No, oh. because here's the deal. <laughs> like, they're delicious. Pepperidge Farm. We've been making Pepperidge Farm <laughs> half as long as Pepperidge Farm. No, there were um, it, it was uh, there weren't enough of them. My weird family is six. It's a tiny little. It's one yeah. Of you don't get much. Yeah. yeah, I used to love the. Not to go off on a tangent here, but the the classic Devil's Food Pepperidge Farm cake, Preston. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. No, I'm a fan of Pepperidge Farm all oh, the way yeah. around. Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm. the Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies were like, that was like the treat. We're like, oh, mom got the Pepperidge Farm this Can't week at the grocery store. Sure. There's, yeah, a, yeah. there's another one. Oh, my God. What are we talking about here? Chessman? No. Oh. I do like Chessman. Those are kind of your standard shortbread cookies. Chessmen are no, good. They're they're round. Uh, they're kind of like Milano, and they're a sandwich I cookie. Yeah, they're yes. crunchy. Yes. Yes. A little bit of chocolate in it. Yes. 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 Those are some concentrated badass flavors. Those are cookies. Christmas ones, though, right? No. Like when you get a tin of no. Christmas cookies. They're year always... round. What are they called? Uh, I don't know. Hello. Keep looking. Right, Those cookies. suckers are good. We need to know. <laughs> oh, man. Find, a, find the whole Pepperidge Farm cookie line. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'll do that. By the way, we used to play chess with the chessmen. Like we would, we literally set those guys on the on the board, and when you would take a piece, you got to eat it. Nick, we used to play Stratego with pork chops. All right, yes, <laughs> different but good. Hey, you're from a different, yeah, part of the country. Right. All right, hang on, I'm gonna go back to the accent thing while Nick is looking up the cookies. Brussels, uh, Brussels. <laughs> Love Brussels. Uh, so they're all named after areas, right? Because my mom loves the Nantucket. And there's and, Tahoe's. I yeah. didn't know that. And there's a Montauk cookie. Wait, so they're all... What, is uh, Milano a place? Milano is... Yes. A, yeah, Milano. Uh, oh, like Italy. 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 Milan. Milan. I never put I, two and two together. Yeah. I was today years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That out. That's crazy. You guys okay. have wow. been to Chessman, Pennsylvania, right? All right, hang on. We have Sarah on the line. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Good morning, it. Good, good morning, morning it. it. What's up, Sarah? <laughs> So I wanted to share a funny story. Uh, my fiance grew up in Kensington, and I grew up in Yardley. So there was a, a lot of um, miscommunications when we first got together. But we went on a true festival in Ohio. We met some guys from Canada, told them we were from Philly, uh, and they were confused because they didn't understand where Foley was. <laughs> Foley? What? <laughs> And the funny thing is, my fiance thinks he doesn't have an accent, so we had to kind of break it down for them. But that was a that was a learning hey, moment for him. Hey, Sarah, have you ever noticed? Have you ever recorded him saying it? Sometimes it's weird because people don't hear how they sound, and if you record it and play it back to them, it's kind of a revelation. Have you ever tried something like that? I haven't, but that's a good. Thought. Yeah, yeah. I, thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Sarah. You know who does a great. Uh, and he's from Philly, uh, but he really plays it up. Is uh, Craig Shoemaker? Yeah. If he goes into the uh, the Philly thing, he yeah. nails it, and it's it's just he he act you know he accents everything. Yeah. Uh, Marissa found some suggestions from our texts for a potential Philadelphia uh, phrase, like you know, because it's a big Boston weekend. And by the way, with all these Boston teams in town, we're having an Aerosmith weekend here. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh-huh. A Boston band. Do you know what's the problem here right now, Preston? I can't stop thinking about Brussels. Uh, I know. I, don't, I know. I think that was my favorite moment when we all yelled Brussels. <laughs> <laughs> Brussels! Our <laughs> shows wouldn't carry those. Here, would are, the, they? here are the... Su- <laughs> Here are the suggestions. Uh, grab a hoagie at the water park down the down the shore. Down the Not shore. bad. That's pretty Not good. Bad at all. Yeah. Down the shore. Uh, open the window. Oh, I forgot about window. Um, e a g l e s Iggles. Iggles. <laughs> I'm, I still I'm still a fan of you, Scott Milano's. Yes. All right. Here's another one. Uh, gonna crush some waters and hoagie in front of the K lot at the link. In front of a. In front of a... What was it? Front of, Brad Pitt when he was promoting uh, World War Z to kind of suck up to the audience? I just uh, crushed a hoagie. Uh, no, no she's she's uh, okay. No, you didn't. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Got to go pick up a wooded... Oh, I don't even know what this is. Oh, a wooded bottle and a ho- hoagie from Wawa. 
on the on the way. On the way. On the way. Oh, it's supposed to be water. Yeah. Pick up a water bottle. Okay. Because uh, so this is written phonetically. Uh, I need a Wawa Huggy and a water ice from Acme. Okay. All right. Well, you wouldn't. Okay. I got it. Uh, here's another one. Uh, why don't you just go ride your bikes down to Wawa and get a hoagie? So these are. Wawa these are, figures prominently. Yep. Uh, on Monday, my cousin spilt his water in front of his home. That's kind of That's, what the guy yeah. was playing yeah. on. Monday and spilt. spilt. Cousin. Yeah. Spilt. Moik. All right. Interesting. But Our, nothing Nothing just screams yeah. You know what I mean? Like pack the car and have it yet. Yeah. So how um, do you, besides that, how do you think the games will break tonight? I don't like doing this. Here's the deal. I knew in my heart, and it and it hurt, but I knew that they were going to get spanked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Game two. I just uh, the, listen. Uh, and the, we're not a sports talk station. Yeah, the Celtics are a really good team. So are the Sixers. Here's the deal. I I don't. Anybody could win this series, and anybody could win tonight. It's just whose shots go in. It's it's just going to be as simple as All that. Right. Like whose All shots right. are going to go in. And so... If you're in the I, building tonight, yeah, they're going to give Joel the MVP award. Yeah. The commissioner's going to be there. South Philly's going to be rocking tonight. And I'm jealous of you if you're going to the game. Because it's going to be a really cool environment. Should, should you park here at One Bala? Yes, you should, you know, seriously. Mass transit? Uh, or um, don't go. Oh, no, yeah. God. Yes, yesterday, last night's traffic was terrible. Just it was. throughout the area. It was so bad. And <laughs> tonight, with the, both of those games taking place... It's going to be crazy. It's going to be another crazy night. All right, I want to go to one last call. And we got to take a break because we need to stay on time for uh, Concert Cash. Uh, this is Dave. I don't really understand this, so I want to go to Dave. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Good morning. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Good. Uh, I work for the city, so I hear all different variations. And my wife is from Canada, so it brings out the accent. All right. My favorite is, uh, yo, you guys, that ain't right. I'm going down to shore and all. <laughs> going down to shore and all. Yo, guys, I like that. Yeah. That ain't yeah. right, yeah. All right, it, says, it says jerk off here uh, <laughs> on my well, screen. Too. Yo, jerk off. I know, jerk, I off. jerk off. Yeah. Julie, jerk off. Yo, why you got to be a jerk off and all? <laughs> And all. Why you gotta be a jerk off and all? That's perfect. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one. I love it, Dave. All right, thanks for the call, brother. Yep. And I apologize to those who we didn't get a chance to get to. Uh, Dan said, can I get a uh, quarter foot of water for a soda water? (laughs) That's not (laughs) not that good. good. A quarter for a a quarter soda water. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, thank you also to uh, everybody else who's been on hold. Morgan, sorry we didn't get to you. The phrase needs to include the O sound in home and phone, et cetera, and we tried to put that in there. You know, uh, calling someone a jerk off, is is, uh, that's fallen out of favor. But that's I love that application of jerk off. Yeah, all right. So here's what I'm going to do in honor of this weekend. We have 80 for Brady on Blu-ray. I'm ripping these up and throwing these away. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Done. And we're going to give this away instead. Uh, okay. Yeah. How about tickets to see Burt Kreischer? There you go. Wednesday, November 29th at Wells Fargo Center. How about that? Let's take caller number... What's a Philly sounding number? Is there a number? Or I don't think so. <laughs> uh, we'll take caller number uh, well, tw- 19. 20. Let's just okay, get a number. Okay, we got yeah. it. We have to break. 19-215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up. By the way, that show is Wednesday, November 29th, Wells Fargo Center. It's the Burt Kreischer Tops Off World Tour. Tickets go on sale today at 9 a.m., wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Our complete details are on WMMR.com. You want to check that out. Nice. Caller number 19, we'll give you those tickets. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Throughout all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't 
forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen up, some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Steve, you wanted to mention something? Yes, please. It's tonight. So April 25th, uh, Mary-Kate and Eric Snyderman, they suffered a house fire. The family's kind of out of a house right now because uh, it was a pretty bad fire. They lost virtually everything. So there's an event tonight for them at Graham's Pub, which is on Ridge and Roxborough. Um, if you're in anywhere near that area, you know where that pub is. Uh, and uh, so what's going to happen is it's a benefit. Uh, 50 bucks gets you a wristband, and that will include uh, domestics and wine and well drinks and all that stuff. So that's a great deal. And there's going to be all sorts of raffles and other stuff done by local businesses. It's a great family. Uh, the whole uh, town is kicking in because they love them and they want to help them out. So that's from 8 to 11. It's at Graham's Pub. And I'm going to come down around 8 o'clock and hang out for a little bit. So if you want to come by and say hi, I would love to see you there and support this really wonderful family. Excellent. Now, before we uh, ring in Friday with our Froggy song, uh, we got a uh, an email from the gang. Uh, Brooke sent this and wanted me to mention that uh, they're going on tour. Yes! Froggy... The little band, the youngins, yeah. they're going on tour. Wow. Uh, and they're going to be opening for Babyface and Sorry Mom. And they'll be playing a show in Philly at Milk Boy. Uh, that's on Chestnut Street, Friday, May 19th. Well, they need to get each to be able to tour right. at a certain point. But we saw the side stage at the RBQ. Uh, they put on it. They had a set. It was great. Agreed. So let's enjoy Friday together. Because today is National Hoagie Day. Yeah. And Primo Hoagies <laughs> celebrating with $6.99 Primo size Italian turkey and cheese and ham. Uh, turkey and cheese or ham and cheese hoagies all day long for rewards members. You can visit hoagies, uh, primohoagies.com for details. Caller number 11. 
We'll give you a $50 gift card right now for Primo Hoagies while we do the Bizarre Fire. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Fire. All right, brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site. And they also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. A delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com. All right, is messed up, man. Remains found inside a crocodile in Australia Oof. are believed to belong to a 65-year-old fisherman who went missing over the weekend. Where the hell am I? Uh, the remains have yet to be formally identified, but police said that the search and rescue operations for the missing man identified as Kevin Darmody uh, have been discontinued. Wildlife officers caught two large crocodiles upstream. Some are huge. Where he was last seen during a fishing with the crocodiles. Uh, one was 13 and a half feet long, oh and the other God. one was uh, 9.2 feet long. And the vast majority of attacks are carried out by crocodiles that are larger than six feet. Human remains were found within one of the crocodiles, though police officers believe both were involved in the incident with this guy. So they were sharing. Yeah, the state emergency services rescue helicopter have been searching for Darmody since police received reports of his disappearance on Saturday. But they found him inside of the crocodile. That is messed up. How's he doing? Uh, He's not so good. I think it's going to hurt for a while. Uh, Police in Moscow uh, were sent on a frantic chase this week for a Ukrainian pigeon supposedly hell-bent on dropping explosives in the city. This is the second birds-dropping explosive story we've had this week. I'm being paid by Russians. Russian media reported that the entire squad of police officers responded on Monday after an alarm man phoned to report a Ukrainian saboteur pigeon. Kind of makes you appreciate our pigeons a little more, doesn't it? The man who said he had seen the bird with his own eyes claimed it was painted in the colors of the Ukrainian flag and clutching a mine in its claw. I seen it. Shut up. I seen it. Police searched the entire area, but they found no evidence about any mines or any... uh, They only found ordinary pigeons milling Well, what about the otter with the machine gun? They didn't cover that guy. Uh, A 39-year-old man in Illinois was arrested last week after deputies at local sheriff's office allegedly caught him having relations with a horse. What? And you need to hear the scenario. Jack R. Blank who allegedly did this with the same animal more than 10 times. Oh, my God. Was taken into custody on Friday. And I don't know how they knew he did it 10 times, but several deputies well, made... Well, Viagra, probably. The discovery. <laughs> they made the discovery just after midnight on Friday. Patrol deputies... Having sex with a horse. ...were conducting stationary patrols uh, near a farm when they reportedly came across this guy. Uh, his last... <laughs> He plays that right after he takes the Viagra. Uh, so, no, the, the guy's name is Blank. That's his last name. Uh, authorities say that Blank was standing on a five-gallon bucket and feeding apples to the animal while simultaneously... Yeah, that's how I do it. ...doing his business. Uh, his attorney reportedly requested that the judge set Blank's bond at $1,000... Uh, and contended that Blank has a heart disease and had been experiencing spells of dizziness since being incarcerated. Wait a second. So he has heart disease and he's humping horses? Yeah. And that could be risky. You would think so, yeah. right? That's a, That seems like a more dangerous activity Bring it down a little. than being in jail. How about a goat first? Uh, but the judge sided with prosecutors setting Blank's bond at thousands. Yes, that's him. That's the one. Dollars. Uh, former San Francisco Fire Commissioner Don Carm, uh, Carmenani, I guess is how you say his name, 
Don Car- Carmignani? Carmignani. There's a G in there. I don't know if it's on that. Anyhow, he's facing accusations that he was behind a series of attacks on homeless people uh-huh. after a lawyer for man accused of beating him uh, reportedly said in court on Wednesday that she'd uncovered evidence suggesting that uh, Car- Carmignani, Carmignani uh, might have attacked homeless people with bear spray, uh-huh. arguing her client may have been one of the victims. That's uh, not nice. He grew national. Uh, the, the, this guy, Carbonani, sprayed with that stuff. It's not good. Uh, drew national attention earlier this month when a homeless man with a uh, metal rod beat him outside of a home. Uh, a case that was widely portrayed as uh, emblematic of San Francisco's problems with violent crime and homelessness. Uh, but Garrett Doty was later arrested on numerous assault and battery charges. Uh, the defender said that Doty acted in self-defense after Carbonani had attacked him with bear spray. And they found apparently eight police reports going back to November 2021 involving bear spray attacks on homeless people claiming uh, Carbonati matched the description of the attacker. Uh, six of the attacks reportedly occurred within two blocks of this guy's house. Have you ever been sprayed with anything wow. like pepper spray or anything I of that nature? I never have. I would, dude, I know I would cave in a second. That stuff, my eyes, like onions give me trouble. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. If I got sprayed with pepper that spray? stuff, it would be excruciatingly painful to me. I know it. So the police have to train and they have to get, yeah. like, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Have so. you ever had it? A little bit. How did that happen? I think, uh, as I, so I... <laughs> As a kid, I bought, uh, they. you could buy pepper spray. Yeah. And I really didn't spray it on myself, but I got it on my fingers. Steve, yes. Did you say the same any? thing happened yeah. to me? And I rubbed my eyes with it. I used to carry it on my keychain. Yeah. And right. uh, it was, it got so old, it started to like leak out or whatever. That's and, what was happening. And yeah. Yeah, rubbed, I also must have like put my finger in my mouth and I was like, what is that? Like, I will be awful a- pepper taste. I, I kind of felt stupid bringing it up, but that's what happened. <laughs> oh my God. All right, uh, and then we'll do one more story. A St. Paul High School student pistol-whipped another student at school and may have accidentally shot himself after leaving. It happened. Bring your pistol to school. I guess it was. It it seems to be that way every day these days. My pistol. Uh, It happened at uh, St. Paul Public School for students to finish their high school diploma while earning college credits. Uh, Surveillance videos showed two students talking in the school's entryway when one of them all of a sudden pulled out a handgun and began to strike the victim (laughs) multiple times in the head. A magazine. Uh, fell from the gun, and the 16-year-old suspect retrieved it from the ground, put it back in the gun, concealed the weapon, and then walked out of the building. The 18-year-old victim followed the suspect outside, but stopped when security arrived. He didn't have any visible injuries. The suspect walked away, and a security officer saw him cross the street and heard what he thought was a gunshot. He said the suspect then walked away with a different stride as if limping. Shot himself. And it's possible he accidentally shot himself. Uh, They have not found anybody with a gunshot wound as of yet, but they think that maybe he accidentally did shoot himself after pistol whipping someone. So hospitals have to report any medical facility has to report if someone comes in with a gunshot wound. Absolutely. Yep. From what I understand. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. You're going to have a guest on later on this morning that we are excited to have back. Harlan Williams is going to be here. He's just hilarious. Uh, And you've seen him in tons of movies from... uh, Dumb and Dumber to There's Something About Mary to um, Rocket Man. Yes, I love Rocket Man. Bunch of stuff. So, uh, But he's going to be performing at Helium this weekend, so we're looking forward to talking to him around 9 o'clock. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. More stuff to give to you and uh, to chat about. So we'll return shortly. Hang in there. Less than welcoming to some Boston visitors. Like you, Celtics and Sox. 
However, 93.3 WMMR is very happy to welcome, for the first time in more than 10 years, Aerosmith. They're kicking off their 50th anniversary and Peace Out Farewell Tour at the Wells Fargo Center, Saturday, September 2nd. Today, Brent Porsche has your chance to win free tickets. Then, all weekend, we'll be doing big, bad Aerosmith blocks and even more giveaways. Get complete show and ticket info at WMMR.com. And while you're there, MMR VIPs get registered for another shot to win. Aerosmith and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. And now it is time for everyone's... Least favorite segment, the connoisseur. Oh no! It's the segment no one likes. Connoisseur, sorry. Yeah. Casey told us everybody hates connoisseur recently. That's not what I said. No. Uh, so, so with Most that, everyone. So with that, I've decided within the connoisseur. Yeah. I, we're going a couple of times. We're going to play a contest. That's how you keep people around. Oh. oh you got to give them things. We're going to bribe people to listen to this segment? We're going to bribe people to listen to this horrible segment. Why don't we throw money off the roof? Okay. We could do that too. I have another thing in All mind. Right. And I'll tell you what it is, but I'm just, uh, I, when it when when I feel the need. When you feel you're losing the audience. I, I will throw okay, out right. this, <laughs> this little <laughs> thing here in a moment. Um, today is Cinco de Mayo. It is, and you have to celebrate that. Uh, therefore, there are uh, some deals that you can find. Actually, most uh, Mexican restaurants, most uh, Latino flavored uh, or, or Latino um, cuisine restaurants, are going to have some kind of special that are going on today. And traditionally, this celebrates the candle for eight days, correct? The, yes, you do. You know how the holiday yes, works. Yes. So uh, here's one to pass along. Uh, Chipotle yes. uh, has a special. Uh, it's uh, free delivery and buy one, get one deals. BOGO uh, deals. That's sounds good. Blame? No, I don't think it's kind of <laughs> no, What you do? I think the buy one, get one? That's good. Okay. All right. I, I heard you react like, oh, she's oh no, e- no. Easily that impressed. was him. This yeah. one over here. Yeah. So use the code Cinco 23 on the Chipotle app or website for zero money delivery. And if you want free Cinco de Mayo food, participate in Chipotle's uh, partfully time to try Chipotle party. It must be Spanish. To receive <laughs> buy one, get one codes. Uh, visit Chipotle.com slash Cinco for more details. Um, and so the Partful is a, uh, I guess it's a an, a, a thing, an app. A, it's a library. I, I don't know what the hell it is. All right. No, that's a bibliotech. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, and then, uh, listen, there, there are tons of, of Mexican-themed restaurants around the country, but we don't have a whole ton of the chains here other than like no. that and Cudoba. I don't even know if there are any more... Uh, are there any Poco Locos? No, there's definitely no Poco Locos. That's more West Coast. Okay. Um, but uh, there's... Uh, yeah, they're like Del Taco, we don't have that here. No, we got Pancheros is, uh, is one that's around here. And, and Chuck uh, yep. loves Pancheros. Uh, Moe's, you're right. So there there are specials, Look I would imagine, at most of these, most of these places. So you can uh, uh, you can go and search real quick and, and find some. In our, I didn't find a whole lot as far as that were in our area. Uh, Buffalo time. Wild Wings has... Um, I know. Uh, Cinco de Mayo between 3 and 6 p.m. You can score a $5 strawberry margarita, $3 chips and salsa. And if you get there early, enjoy $4 uh, hatch uh, chili queso. Hatch chili queso? I don't know what that means. And four chips and guac uh, from 9 p.m. to closing. $4 chips and four chips. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) It's five chips, buddy. Put it back. 
Four. All right, open up your mouth. Here's a hypodermic full of guac. Okay. It's a type of uh, chili pepper. Oh. The hatch. Oh, the hatches. I was not aware of that. Interesting. Kathy has a contribution to the customer this morning. Maybe she can turn this segment around. Yes, that's what we need. (laughs) Well, I'm going to. We need need a cooking expert. Yes. Somebody who knows Mexican cuisine. Uh, Not a cooking expert, but but a drinking drinking expert. All right. Yeah, you got got, uh, news on Marg's, right? I've got, well, it's it's, uh, Mexican beer and tequila. Oh, okay. Uh, And so uh, PennStakes.com compared the top five highest selling Mexican beer and tequila brands through Google Trends over the last 12 months. So I have the top five beers and then the top five uh, tequilas in Pennsylvania. So okay. see if you I do like Mexican beers. Two of my absolute favorite beers. And I'm not a big, I'm not a, um, a crap beer guy no, at all. You're a scotch guy. But my, and these two will be on that list, I'm sure, Kathy. But I am, uh, I am uh, a diehard Corona drinker. It's what I usually have. And I love Pacifico, too. Mm. So anyway, I'm sorry to, to step on your list there. Nope. But. And both are, are on list. Yeah. So um, coming in at fifth, I don't know. Coming in at five. <laughs> and this, they were only at 4%. And I don't know what it is. Uh, T-E-C-A-T-E. Tecate? Oh, Tecate. Tecate. Oh, yeah, okay. sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's only 4%? Never, uh, 4% of the of the study. Like, so 4% oh, okay. of the people. <laughs> oh, I can slam those. I mean, I really only know <laughs> five Mexican beers. I mean, you... I don't want so four. Preston is Pacifico. Okay, but they, I like that beer. That's that, my favorite beer. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's not the one that makes you toot, does well, it? They, no. They sp- no, that's uh, Blue, Moon. Blue Moon. Okay, uh, thank you, Nick knows. Uh, but <laughs> I know they, they sponsored our um, uh, cardboard classic. Oh, yeah. We were excellent. Yeah, yeah super my, nice people. I, I, uh, I spent some time in California, and that's where I got first introduced to Pacifico. It's been my favorite beer for a long time. Okay, uh, in third, which I'm surprised it wasn't second, but third is Dos Equis. Okay. And that was one I'm sure you were going to mention, Casey, yeah. as far as Mexican beers go. I assume what uh, the other one I was going to mention is second. Okay. Which is? What is it? Uh, Modelo. Yeah. Mod- yeah. Modelo. Big yeah, ad yeah. campaign on that. I believe that's Pierre's favorite beer. Is it? Okay. Oh, really? Modelo. Yeah, he I loves those. Even, I didn't even know he was a beer drinker. He, he's he's kind of like Preston. He'll drink them occasionally. But okay. when, like if I'm out with Pierre and we're having a couple beers, he'll get a Negro Modelo. Are they the know. ones that do that sort of um, uh, spaghetti western sort of uh, commercial with... Well, you know, they don't know. grew up in the barrio and is a world champion boxer. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Is it, it's it's not... either that or Dos Equis. Okay. okay. Uh, and then the number one beer, which we, we all know, and they were 60% of the people um, drink Corona. Yeah. It's, that's my favorite beer. Just, there you go, man. Don't it. apologize. Do you yeah. know who's uh, enormously responsible for the respons- for the uh, uh, popularity of, of Corona? Is Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, yeah, yeah. Because he used to sponsor their tours, and they they grew at the same time. I mean, Buffett was a singer-songwriter, and then he became like a, a stadium kind of guy, and in large part because... Um, uh, Corona sponsored them. So, uh, Corona was making too much money off of the Buffett tours, uh, yep. and Buffett said, you know what? I'm going to make my own beer. Yep. Which and is that, not nearly as good. It's not, but that's where Landshark Beer came from, because Buffett was like, I'm tired of giving Corona so much money and credit, so Buffett uh, created his own beer. I remember when we went to that Buffett concert, I was like, "What? we can't drink uh, Corona? Like, what? what is this oh, no. Landshark? I was like, I don't like this. All right. All right uh, what about the tequilas? Yeah, do you guys have a favorite tequila? Um, I'm not a big tequila drinker. Uh, I, I will drink margaritas, but I definitely You're don't not, like, sip on tequila. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I go for the standards, Patron or Cuervo or whatever. Cuervo Gold was my favorite. Yeah. Well, now it's Cuervo Especial. I but... wonder, Case, because you stopped drinking a while ago. Did you yeah. ever even try Casamigos? Nope. I, I, that's my favorite. I, I really like it. Which, Who's the celeb behind Casamigos? George Clooney. George Clooney, Clooney yeah. Which I'm surprised it's not on this list. Mm. Mm. In, in Pennsylvania, anyway. So, um, fifth is Hornitos. 
Okay. Hornitos. I got a bottle of that in, the, in, in my uh, closet here. Hornitos? In your closet? Why are we not drinking it? It's Cinco de Mayo. I'll go get it for you, Kev. Um, I don't love Hornitos. Uh, fourth <laughs> is Don Julio tequila. Okay. Uh, sure. Third is the 1800 tequila. Yep. Uh, which also don't... That's Cuervo, isn't it? It is. Cuervo 1800? I yeah. don't... Yeah, I don't love that. Okay. Uh, Patron is second. So this is... You, you, you dig this uh, stuff in general? Tequila? Okay. I like tequila. Really? Yeah, okay. like, I would not have expected you to be a tequila person. I mean, I love, I love margaritas, so I'll either do Casamigos or Patron with my margarita, but I actually just recently started, like, sipping it, you know? Not not those. I had uh, the Clase Azul, and um, it was... It was good. I liked it. Mm. Um, and then, what, uh, let's see, Patron was second. And then first is Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo, yeah. And, and that's, if I'm going to, you know, make margaritas, if I'm going to mix, uh, I'll use, either use Patron or, or uh, Jose Cuervo. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Nick brought in the Hornitos. Also, hornitos. I have my tequila shirt on today. Oh, you're all ready to go. I'm mm. celebrating Cinco de Mayo are, with my tequila shirt. Will you be indulging later on? Will you be celebrating the fair of the, uh, of the Spanish people? Uh, yes, I absolutely will be. How could I not? I love margaritas. And you joke, no, I do not cook Mexican food, but it is my favorite cuisine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Kathy, when Nick plays that bottle of Hornitos yeah. next to you, wait, you said you don't like it? I don't like what? Hornitos. I, uh, it's not. I wouldn't choose that. Okay. Like, uh, I was just curious if you if you started to salivate a little yeah. bit. I mean, that. yeah, any tequila. Course, yes. Like, I don't typically, but I would, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> If that was the it's only like thing me available. with whippets. Yeah, just same yeah. way. Okay, so uh, I right, thank you, Kathy, yeah. for your contribution yeah. to Connoisseur this yes, morning. Yes, Connoisseur. And now our first Connoisseur contest. All right, if you've hung on this long and endured all of this hell, now you can win something. Yes, so I'm going to play a clip from a movie that mentions food. And if you can identify the film... I'll give you a $50 Primo gift card. So this is a movie, as anyone might see in a movie theater. Exactly. Okay. Like you may, yes, exactly. Uh, so if you can tell me, and we'll all know this. All this, right. is a, this is a pretty easy one that we're starting off with. If you can tell me what movie this is from. It's tomato soup. It's hot and creamy. I can actually feel it running down my throat. All right. What movie is that from? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR, and you can win uh, a Primo gift card. So, All right. And while we are... Looking for a winner for that while somebody's calling in. I got this uh, email, and actually she sent this to me back in, I want to say, March. Uh, this is from, and it's it's food-related. This is from uh, Larissa Weiskopf, and she and her husband own Five Smooth Stones Family Farm in Warrington. Oh, yeah. Uh, they sell eggs, honeys, veggies, and other assorted items. She wanted me to mention an event. It's called the Warrington Farmer's Market, which is a fundraiser for Lions Pride Park in Bucks County. Huh. Um, and she said, we're back for another season. Opening uh, day is May 12th. 430 to 730s is located at 301 Folly Road in Chalfont, which is John Paul Park. And what they're doing is uh, local vendors sell honey, produce, meat, soaps, coffee, crafts, sweets, food trucks, you name it. And every penny of the vendor fees, all of it, goes directly to the upkeep and expansion of Lions Pride Park, which is an abilities playground awesome. that can be enjoyed for everyone regardless of physical limitations. You talked about this uh, a little while ago. and yeah. uh, It's an awesome uh, idea. I love this. So it, She says if you could give us a shard out or a butt plug or just a quick mention, I would it. very much appreciate it. So I'm going to mention that it's coming up May 12th which is a, you know, a week from when? Today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, next where Friday. are we? So they'll be opening up. Who are you? Uh, in Chalfont. So I wanted to mention that. Right. 
You it's, did. It's food related. Good job. And then there's another food thing uh, that I could have made this into the city beat, but I figured I'd tie it in with the food thing. But there is a uh, uh, um, a tribute to Jerry Blavitt that's going to be happening in South Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, and it's a musical tribute and a food tribute and all this stuff. It's going to be in the Italian market on 9th Street, and it's May 20th. Uh, Saturday, May 20th, and Sunday, May 21st. It's a block party. Um, and there's going to be all kinds of stuff. They're even doing a grease timing thing. Ah, cool. Um, and uh, the uh, John Marzano half-ball tournament. So all South Philly stuff. Um, and you can uh, show up and get all kinds of food. There's like loads and loads of food trucks and vendors, and Marissa wants to chime in about it. Because that's the Italian Market Festival, which I am... Slightly excited about because there's a, no what, MMRBQ that weekend, so I can go finally. Ah. Um, but it sounds like they're dedicating it to Jerry Blavitt. Yes. I love it. And when yes. was the last time you've been slightly excited by something? Slightly. Slightly <laughs> excited. I, there's also something, <laughs> Preston, you said that was the 20th. There's also something that's taking place tonight. I believe it's at Chickies and Pete's, and they're honoring oh. Jerry Blavitt. I don't know if it's tied into this okay. or not, but. Probably not. Probably something's. Okay. My mind is reeling. Uh, but this is a great spot for foodies like Marissa. Uh, you can uh, wait through crowds and indulge in fresh pasta, homemade sausages, cannoli, and pork cheeses, pizza and roast pork sandwiches. Uh, there'll be curbside vendors and specialty shops as well. And, the, yes, thank you for the sausages. One more time, please, if you would. Where are the sausages? Uh, and there will also be Jeez. the Cheesesteak of the Year contest. Uh, Deer Park is hosting that, and it's the 150th anniversary of the cheesesteak, which I was not aware. That's 150 years old. So, so I wanted to mention that. It's a free to attend, and then you just pay as you go to the vendors. So it's just uh, an, an eating fest. And so that's going to be the weekend of the 20th. Cool. Just heads up to that. All right. And uh, Nick, did you were you waving me? Uh, not just saying. It just thinks you're cute. Oh, hi, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey buddy. Hey, buddy. You think I'm cute? I do. Oh. I didn't want to interrupt the show, but you're looking so good today. Yeah. I told Steve that. That's a secret. <laughs> do you think I could tell Preston he's cute? <laughs> Don't do it during the show. You'll throw him off. All right. Let's see if we can Why get Why don't you a... take him out for a malted after? <laughs> let's see if we can get a winner for our connoisseur contest. What movie is this from? It's tomato soup. It's hot and creamy. I can actually feel it running down my throat. Okay. We're going to go to Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, how you doing? Awesome, buddy. All right. What movie is that from? Uh, that is from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hang on. I'm going to give you a $50 gift card from our friends at Primo Hoagies. And they dropped off delicious hoagies this morning to promote National Hoagie Day. Primo Hoagies are made with the finest Thumans meats and cheeses slash, uh, sliced fresh. <laughs> Celestial. Sliced freshly. <laughs> Sli- wait, uh. Sliced thinly. No, slicely thin. Slicely thin. thin. Thank you. This order. is really slicely thin. Thinly thin slicely. slicely. Yeah. Uh, you ordered and served on award-winning seated rolls. I almost said awkward-winning seated rolls. Why, why is that staying in the back of the room? It feels out of place. It's just out of place. All right. Uh, if you're good, did that go okay? Yeah. yeah. I just think that, that brought it back that in. that was decipherable. Oh, no, the contest was great. Yeah. All right. Oh well, I will. Uh, uh, I'll maybe do another one before you've, the segment. You've uh, and they say you can't. You just a turd. I uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this, Steve? Entenmann's. Yes. Oh, I love Entenmann's. We were just. We had it. We had an unintended connoisseur moment talking about the uh, their cookies. We're talking about Milano's, and then we realized that Brussels, one of our all time favorites, and it was at that point that Casey realized that that entire line of cookies. Are named after different regions, cities, towns, whatever it may yes. be, countries. Pepperidge Farm, though, but not, not Entenmann's. Entenmann's. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Pepper- 
It's a, yeah, hey, listen, it's, it's under the Beambo umbrella. It's under the Beambo it's umbrella. It's all Beambo, okay. baby. Isn't all right, so anyway, Intimates is coming to the ice cream aisle. Oh. oh. Are you intrigued well, by that? I am a massive, uh, the Entenmann's chocolate chippies oh. uh, are my, I, I love them to death. Uh, and so I, yes, yep. I will support Entenmann's in this endeavor. You will like this, okay, since you like the chocolate chip cookies. The six... New treats are based on the bakery brands donut and pastry flavors, but so so ice cream flavors include vanilla, chocolate, and salted caramel, but they have cookie bases. Cookie bases. <laughs> they should do that in baseball. Ah, cookie bases. Uh, available at Walmart locations nationwide. I'm not sure exactly when this is debuting. Cause is this say, wherever products are sold? No, Walmart locations. Oh. Not wherever products are sold. Uh, but what I don't know is when they will be arriving. Okay, oh, so we're looking at this. They, excellent. They look like they are kind of like chip witches. Yeah. Okay. So they're novelties, as they call them in the ice cream business. I find this uh, interesting and uh, makes me happy. Both of uh, these cookie brands are owned by um, companies that we really love and respect. Entenmann's is owned by Beambo Bakeries, which right. is enormously uh, helpful during Camp Out for Hunger. Guess who owns Pepperidge Farm? Campbell Soup. Oh, oh, no kidding. Obviously in Camden, New Jersey. So two, two companies that are enormously charitable and, and integral in the Camp Out for Hunger own these cookie brands. Well said, sir. You know what I noticed in the in the supermarket recently, Preston? Hmm. I believe it was an Acme. It's the only one I go to. Tim Tams. You know what? Tim Tams. You did see them in Acme because I recently saw them in Acme, too, and was surprised. Uh, we had heard they were on the way out. Yes. And yet there was a robust collection of Tim Tams. We at, love them. At Campbell's yes, when right. we went to their headquarters. Yes. And yes, I saw that in Acme as well, Steve. You <gasps> are correct, sir. Yes. Uh, <laughs> press the Today Show actually reported on this as well, the uh, Entenmann's ice cream sandwiches or uh, the ice cream. And it says that it's available in Walmart stores now. Now. Right okay. now. All right. Beautiful. Wonderful. All right. Um, you want to do another contest? Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, this is so good. Do we need another contest? I'm not, no, I'm just You're on fire today, I'm, sir. I'm trying to make people happy. I, the, you know what I'm seeing? To me, in my mind, it's like the uh, Elvis comeback TV special. That I'm I, the, the 1968. Yeah. That's what you just did with the connoisseur. All right. Well, let's do another one. All right. If you can name what movie this is from, uh, I'll, I'll give you another $50 uh, Primo Hoagies gift card. Here we go. Like warm apple pie. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see if you know what movie that's from. It's got to be Schindler's List. Food-related I'll bet you there's some food in uh, in Schindler's List. I'll bet you they, they mentioned food at some point. Not probably as uh, enjoyable. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see if you know what movie that's from. 25263WMMR. Uh, Shake Shack. Seems like I'm that's always, your favorite. I'm always mentioning Shake Shack, Shake Shack in the uh, uh, Connoisseur, but they have new three new plant-based menu items nationwide. They have the Veggie Shack, the non-dairy chocolate shake, and the non-dairy frozen custard as well. Uh, the Veggie Shack Patty. Veggie Shack Patty? I knew that chick. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a whore. It's no. pe- Peppermint's Patty's slutty sister. Yeah, Veggie Shack Patty, man. That's Veggie Shack Patty. You take her out behind the Veggie Shack, she'll split her buns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is made with mushrooms, sweet potatoes, carrots, farro, and quinoa. Oh. And you can order yours starting today early, or you can get it early except uh, via the shack. It's not whatever. even English. Yeah, you, um, you can get it now. Does it say how many calories it is? Like, I'm wondering if it is actually healthy. Good question. Oh, no. it can be healthy and still. 
calorically intense. I know. Yes. I, I, I chuckle every time you bring up Shake Shack, and I told you guys this before, but it's so funny to watch my son eat Shake Shack because he, he thinks it is the greatest food on earth. <laughs> and the other day, I, like sometimes I'll pick him up from school, and he's like, can, can we stop at Shake Shack on the way home? I'm like, all right, fine. And so he made me take a bite of his uh, hamburger when he was done yeah. with it the other day, and he's like looking at me for my response. He's like, am I right? Uh, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I felt so bad. I had to be like, yep, you are. This is the greatest. Come on, I've baby. Ever don't had. play me like that. Do you not like it? You know what? And I, I feel like I can say this because I go there, I spend money, and I support them. I don't like Shake Shack. I don't wow. like their uh, – um, it's a little too greasy for me. It, it doesn't make me feel good afterwards. So okay. I do not eat it. When I go there, I solely get it for him. They have great milkshakes. Does it affect your BMs? Stop it. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I, okay, so I was there the other day, and I've, I've been watching what I'm, I'm eating. I took my dad there because he had never had Shake Shack before, and I just, I'm a big fan of the burgers. But their uh, their shakes, they had a they had a tiramisu shake, and they had a uh, creamsicle shake. Oh. And I was like, I haven't had you ice cream in like three oh, months. You didn't get it? No, I didn't get it. Oh, good. You're so but I hit, good. My, I hit my goal today, so, so I'm, I'm having it. ice cream yeah. this week. I'm making so, one on the we're way We're going to call this a 50-pound weekend. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, 420 calories, uh, Kathy. That's not horrific. That's not too bad. No. I mean, it's a, that's a full meal. If you yeah. have, you could have 10 of those and still be under 5,000 calories. <laughs> yes, you could. Well, okay, so, and that includes the bun also, I guess? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, right. but yeah, they don't parse it out that way. No. All right, um, let's see if we can get an answer to All right. uh, this. Very excited. Quiz, what movie is this, cl- this food clip from? We're trying to repair. Warm apple pie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to Dan to get the answer. Yeah. Hey, Dan, morning, bud. Morning. All right, what movie? American Pie. American Pie. Yeah, that is correct. Yes. All right, hang on the line. Got yourself a $50 Primo Hoagie gift card. And today is National Hoagie Day, celebrating with $6.99 Primo size Italian turkey and cheese or ham and cheese hoagies all day. And that's a big freaking sandwich, by the way. Uh, it's for reward members. Excellent. So visit primohogies.com for to get all the details. So this is an improvement on the connoisseur, which we learned is is, a, is basically audio cancer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I do, if you wanted to do another contest uh, later on, I, I, I did grab another movie clip. I would oh, like to see a, a, a poll, a survey. Has, has this improved? Okay. We'll see if we'll, we'll get a survey later on. Um, man, there was something I think I'm forgetting. No, I'll just go over with this. Uh, so here's another one. Open Table recently released its reservation data from 2023. I use Open Table. I like yeah. it. I yeah. think it's great. Yeah, it's a reservation app, Steve, if you want to get yeah, it for I, reservation. It, it's actually very good. I, I, I use the uh, the Pornhub version. Okay. Yeah. So the state of industry dashboard suggests that Americans are eating later at night, going out to lunch more often, and starting weekend fun earlier. So they're, it, it, we're eating dinner uh, later. Yes. Which is v- very European, is it I not? guess maybe going out to dinner later. And then just sitting there? If you're eating at home, maybe it's not later, but th- people are going out to dinner. Yeah, you know what? So my next door neighbor, Karina, um, uh, is from England, and she finds it hilarious that we eat as early as we do. So, uh, Nick, I know you're, you you have visited France. Is, is like dinner is like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock? Uh, 8 or 9, yeah. yeah. In, in Spain, it's like 10 or 11. Oh, I mean, my God. Uh, and that, to me, is a little too late. But uh, for us, for our schedule, I can't eat that late, you know, during the week. Well, you're up early. Exactly. But, yeah. but on a Friday, I like going to like an 8 o'clock dinner reservation. I, I can. I like closing the restaurant. I like
Well, there. will you eat? But will you eat an earlier? No, not a dinner, but a uh, you know uh, a placeholder of. Sorts. I try to uh, space it out so that I am hungry by the time dinner so you comes. Can gorge yourself, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Aren't placeholders made of paper? Yes, you yeah. can eat those, can you? No, well, well you can try. You're really hungry. No, I love the early bird special. I don't care what day of the week it is. I Kathy, well, it, me too. That's when I eat. And I had I went out with some girlfriends. We went to a dinner, and they were making fun of me. They're like five o'clock. I was like I. I don't care. I was like, I get up. My my cream soda's flat. Wait, but Steve, I looked around. Steve, I looked around. Right, yeah. And we were there with all older people. And I was like, whatever. I'm like, I don't care. We're going to be home for Jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) We go out with another couple who likes to eat early as well. I do too. We always call it the blue plate special. Well, Yeah, we're going out for the blue plate. (laughs) Yep. Think of how long we've been awake at that point. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I, we will sometimes, and part of it is if we're going out as a family is to avoid a crowded restaurant. Yeah. Sure. Uh, like, because I told you, we love going to Texas Roadhouse, and that place gets mobbed. So we will go at 4.30 and avoid the crowd. Why not? And, and by the time we sit down and, and order, you know, it's like almost 5 o'clock. And so, yeah. I, any To me, the perfect scenario is that you have to knock on the glass. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you guys are... <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got hey guys, we got a real fan. Yeah, out oh, here. And it, it's four thirty yet. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Open Table used data from fifty five thousand restaurants and ten thousand surveys to uncover uh, diner trends. And on uh, Monday at eight p.m., that went up by nine percent. Wednesday at nine p.m., re- reservations were up by twenty three percent. And despite infl- inflation, sixty six percent of Americans dine out at least once a week. Thirty-three percent say that they eat out more than they did six months ago. So people are going out more often, and they're going out a little later. My yeah, I can see this. The um, so when do you eat? What time do you eat dinner usually routinely during the week? Uh, six. Yeah. So I've told you guys, I I do a lot of the the cooking right. at home, and no matter what time I start it, no matter when I begin to make the meal, <laughs> right. Dinner is ready at five of six. <laughs> when we have a conference, and we call. do our conference call at six o'clock. <laughs> right, just, right. I don't know why it happens every time. It's yeah, like a Twilight Zone episode. We're roughly around six o'clock. Yeah, but if we're going me. out. We like to go out a little earlier than that. And I now I basically one meal a day. I eat dinner's my my main meal, uh, and. Um, yeah, it's it that feels about right, you know. I actually, um, Jason and I are going out tonight for Cinco de Mayo. I'm gonna Ooh. show him how to celebrate uh, the Mexican. <laughs> so you're your first tequila. Uh, he's my it's date. DD uh, tonight too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I we have to go at six thirty, and uh, literally yesterday I was like, it's just, I mean, we'll go, but like I'm thinking to myself, it's a little, it's a little. Are late. you going to El Shake Shack? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going uh, to El Shake. I actually haven't said where we're going because you guys didn't mention it. We were talking about, it, and I was like, I don't. I'm, it's going to be crowded, and I don't want it to be any more crowded. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Um, all right, Casey, should we do one more thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see if you can identify this uh, food movie clip. Here we go. I think it's an easy one. Here we go. Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. Right. Classic. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR, if you know what that is, and you're the first caller in to get it, we'll set you up with that. All right, that means we have time for one more, and then what's the story on Harlow? He's, He's here. He's here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that if I knew he no. was here. Um, no. We, we give him a wide berth. I'm not even going to do another story. No. I'll just, we'll just get a winner. Go to hell. And then we'll get Harlan because we are really excited about him uh, being back. So he's in the Acme Lounge right now. Uh, and we'll get him in here in a moment. But let, let's get a caller. This is uh, almost a spoon-fed easy one for you. And we will go to Willie. Hey, Willie. 
Oh, if you know me, call in. Get <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Very well done. That was nice. Yeah. Hey, Willie, what, what, movies, uh, what movie is? Hmm. This is a tasty burger. That from? Pulp Fiction. Of course it is. Pulp Fiction. What are you saying to me here? Yes, Willie, hang on the line. We'll get you information, and you do get a $50 gift card from Primo Hoagies. Go to primohoagies.com for the special deal for rewards members for National Hoagie Day. Oh, and uh, here's another food clip real quick. You ready for this? Yep. Not, no, we're not taking any callers, no. but here's a food clip for you. Hey, what's up, Krispy sure, Kreme? <laughs> <laughs> that is Harlan Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he was here last. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back and he will be in our studio. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Stay with us, my friend. We'll be back shortly. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is one of our all-time faves, and he's back in our studio. He's going to be performing Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. You've seen him in TV shows, movies, and uh, comedy clubs around the world. Podcast. And, and now he's here. Harlan Williams! Yeah. Hey, what's up? Is joining us. What's is... up, Captain Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> How are you, guy? <laughs> there you go. I'm last so time, said that. Last time you were here, I was Krispy Kreme. Oh, and now I'm Captain wow. Kirk. And I, there's KK. Uh, I know. like that. But yeah. you, as long yeah. as you leave the third K out, you're yes. good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't want that one. God. It's great to see you, man. Great to see you. What Thanks a treat. For being here. Yeah, 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 what a treat. Is Thank life uh, is life good these days? Life's really good. Yeah, I've awesome. just been uh, keeping busy, modeling, uh, you <laughs> know, modeling. Doing, doing what I can do. I noticed that the mutton chops are growing down a little bit here on the side. Are you... Is, are you uh, has that look been around with you for a while, the long sideburns? I'm sort of getting ready for, I'm, I'm shooting a movie in the summer, so I'm sort of getting my face and my hair and my, my goatee ready for the role. Ah. So, uh, yeah, I kind of... Can you preview? What 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 is the film? Uh, is the movie's called Wingman, and uh. Uh, it's about a, a, a wingman who helps uh, losers get girls. Okay. So okay. I'm going to be playing the wingman, and uh, we're shooting in August, so... Very nice. So I'm, I kind of got to get the look. I grow big. Bigger so that I can trim it back if yeah. I have to. It's like so. bulking up before, like uh, Mr. Right. Olympia that's cuts, right. cuts yeah. weight, so to yeah. speak. So. so yeah. Oh, that's nice. cool. So yeah. I was commenting on your uh, your podcast, which yeah. I really love, the Harlan Highway, uh, and I called it. And it's the truth. There's a ton of stuff out there, but you do a non-podcast podcast, and uh, the moments on the show that we like the most is where it just is um, is completely extemporaneous, and there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it, and that's a lot of your podcast. But right. you have people like Bill Burr sitting a- across from you, yeah. and so it's terrific. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I think I have Howie Mandel coming on uh, this this coming week, and uh, right, yeah. How how hard do you prep when you have a guest, or is it just let's talk about whatever's it pops up. I sort of uh, just make a little list of of things of topics that I might hit, and and I just kind of loosely go with that. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then if it's uh, something like uh, that's a, a specific sort of bit, I'll prepare for it. Like uh, I have a really 
kind of cool thing coming up for Howie that I sort of prepared for. Okay. uh, Yeah, so it just depends who the guest is. But I I do a little prep, but I like to let it flow, man. I I love the moments that just sit there. Because that's when I crack up, when you, you know, when you you get that... So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Just, that's when unhinged stuff happens, uh, and that's the best. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, so I used to do the 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 show, the Harland Highway podcast, it's called, by the way, on YouTube. It used to just be an audio podcast, yeah. but then after COVID hit, I kind of decided to go down the video channel, yeah. and it's, it's a real sort of different um, vibe for me, because I've heard... Uh, interviewed people before, so it's a, it's a really good time. But you're not doing it because what happens is, that, you know, and this is just the nature of the beast. Everyone gets one, and then it's there's this incestuous sort of the same stories end up on the same. You know, as everyone sort of, oh, can I have you on my show now? You're not doing that. You're doing, you know, different stuff. Yeah, I try to stay away from just uh, everyone repeating the same story. I <laughs> yeah. try to dig into topics that, you know, when was the last time you stuck a booger under your chair? Or, <laughs> there you go. You know, what color leotards do you wear when nobody's looking? You know, that, I try to stay off the typical crap. Yeah, you uh, had Bill you ever... Burr reading you a, a, a kid, uh, kid yeah. story, which is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, Bill's got that angry vibe, so I thought, I got, I'd love to imagine Bill Burr reading Curious George to his child at night, so I, I got, I bought a, brought out a Curious George book. Yeah, and of course he just went off and was swearing and cussing, and I actually had to turn on a steamer. I have a little, I have a little uh, thing of steam coming up right. while I'm talking to him to just kind of tone him down like King Kong. The way, yeah, the way you calm down an animal that might, yeah, yeah, and, right. And it didn't seem to work at all. No, yeah. no, he just went berserk. Yeah, um, he was. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of you right now, <laughs> yeah. uh, Harlan, from uh, from your Instagram account. You and a wife beater uh, holding up your, you know, holding up your dukes. Yeah. Uh, I, I never knew this, but you look like you're in pretty solid shape. Those arms look uh, kind of sculpted. Yeah. You, are you are you an exercise dude? I exercise. I play. I play. I uh, look at. So I actually did that for for the wingman thing. Oh, for I, the wingman. So, I oh, okay. sort of like took some pictures to kind of. If you notice, the hair's like crazy yeah. and the beard's a little. So I'm kind of trying to sculpt the wingman's look. So that's where that came from. But, yeah, I play a lot of sports, played hockey my whole life. I play racquetball like four times a week, like hardcore. Dude, Casey and I were talking about maybe getting into racquetball. Oh, it's, it's a, a great game. I, a when addictive. I was a kid in, in the 1980s, it was it was huge, man. Oh. You know, And I used to play all the time. And I'm like, do it. You, I, you've ran out of places like they didn't have racquetball courts anymore. That game is so much it's fun. It's the best. It's addictive, yeah. Okay. And you lose like two pounds an episode. It's I true. believe it. Yeah. Harlan, I really enjoy the caption on this photo, too, because you say, Daddy's on the prowl tonight, and then you hashtag Carl's Jr., Wolverine Jr., Ross, dress for less, and then you you, you at Selena Gomez, at Britney Spears, and at Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those responses? Well, I just, whenever I push an Instagram thing, I just like to, uh, you know, collect, have an eclectic group of people. Uh-huh. Well, I, I did one yesterday where I had Conway Twitty and the Harlem Globetrotters. So. <laughs> they, they were probably in the same yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was one you had a minute ago, Nick, up here of him fishing, and yeah. it's a beautiful scenery, yeah. and you wrote, hashtag God, hashtag fishing, at Arby's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why not? I'm to start I doing that. I totally want to do what you're doing. Oh my God. Where is this fishing location, by the way? It's a beautiful spot. Oh, that's a secret spot oh, I go right. to, yeah. But uh, speaking, the reason I put Arby's in, in there is sometimes I go through Arby's, and you know when you pull up to the window? Oh, yeah. And the, and the zit-faced kid hands you your roast beef? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
He'll open that window, and I'll cast a fishing line right in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hook him in the face and then drive away and drag him right out of the window. All right. That's yeah, what a riot. It's, it's good yeah. nature. It's, it's yeah. for fun. It's just for fun. Yeah. Uh, you hey. do something I was reading, and I, I think this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, you have a ritual when you're leaving a hotel, something you do to the, the bathroom mirror. <laughs> yeah. Explain what you do. I think this is brilliant. <laughs> so I do it in the bathroom mirror and in the shower if it's like one of the glass uh, yeah. walls they put in. So... When the mirror mists up, I write red rum in the mist because, you know, the maids don't wash down the mirror every time. So the next guest that stays at the hotel, when they go in the shower, red room appears, which is the famous thing from The Shining. It's murder backwards. I love that. Yeah. What happened in this room that I'm in? I love it. And what's great is when you write red room in the mist on the mirror, it sort of drips. Yeah. So it looks like sort of like blood. It's even more morbid. So it's great. Harlan, I wanted to ask you about yeah. uh, last time you were here, we talked about Casey Loves the Line from uh, Dumb and Dumber, uh, you pumpkin pie haired uh, guy, whatever that freak. Yeah. yeah. And you told us a story about that, how you came across that because you looked at him, Carrie, and you saw his haircut, and it reminded you of a picture you saw of pumpkin, uh, Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. That's right. And you just, you riffed on it. Yeah. There's no real context for it. You just say it, yeah. and it sounds funny. I want to play a clip from something about Mary because this oh, okay. has to be. <laughs> Your improv, okay. the seven-minute abs thing. Yeah. So let me let me play this for those yeah. who may, to refamiliarize. You. You're not happy with the first seven minutes. We're gonna send you the extra minute free. See, that's it. That's our auto. That's where we're coming from. That's from A to B. That's right. That's that's good. That's good. <laughs> Unless, of course, somebody comes up with uh, six-minute abs, then you're in trouble. Huh? No. no, 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 not six. I said seven. Nobody's coming up with six. Who works out in six minutes? You won't even get your heart going, not even a mouse right. on a wheel. Good point. Seven's yeah. the key number here. Think about it. Seven, seven elevens? Yeah. Seven dwarfs? Seven. Man, that's the number. Seven chipmunks twirling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. You know that old children's tale from the sea? It's like you're dreaming about gorgonzola cheese when it's clearly brie time, baby. Step into my office. Why? Because you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so the, the gorgonzola, the brie, yeah. all that stuff, where in your mind? You had to. That, that was yours, right? I mean, So, yeah, I made that all up. The the, uh, the guys, the, the, the Fairley brothers were really cool. They told me just to go for it. Oh so we did God. about six takes where I just went <laughs> off and... Ben Stiller was great because he he sat there oh and my played gosh. my straight man. He didn't try to one up me. He he really just knew it was a moment for this crazy character, and he was so cool. And, and he knew, I had no idea these lines were coming. The, Nobody the did. I didn't even that. know. I believe I, that. Like I just make them up. And the, 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 <laughs> there's one line in there that I can attribute to my past. It's the step into my office because you're blank and fire. <laughs> right. And that stemmed from me and my cousin Chris when we were kids, like between the ages of like you know twelve and like sixteen. Yeah. My father built us a badminton court uh, up at our cottage on a spare lot. And me and my cousin Chris, we'd slam the shuttlecock as high as we could up into the air. And to distract the other guy so that he'd miss it coming down, we'd yell, Step into my office because you're fired! We just just yell that stuff. And so when I was in the car with with Ben, that just popped into my head because it always made me laugh. I was like, 
I didn't say it as high pitched, but I just did the. So I, I channeled my cousin Chris, and I'm going to be channeling him in Wingman. <laughs> There's this thing he did, and I told him I always wanted to put it into a movie. He's one of the funniest guys I know, my cousin Chris, but. He used to do this thing when he was in high school where he'd walk up to people like girls and just people he he knew. And instead of saying hello or make fun of them, he'd just walk up and he'd go, uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> he'd hold his nose and make that noise and just point in their face. I don't know what it means, but I'm going to have the wingman do it in my movie when oh, he greets people. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. You know, what I love about that character and, and this character that you'll do periodically is um, is is the... They're so resolute, like he's so resolute. Yeah, and, you know this. No, no, man. Yeah. S- seven. Yeah, uh, and you have. We all have conversations with people like yeah. that. Where, and that's why Ben Stiller plays it so brilliantly too, yeah. because that, that's what kicks it over the over the top. Uh, the Fairley Brothers are obviously great. Uh, were they as open with improvisational stuff with the other uh, actors, or is it? Or because they write the scripts themselves. Yeah, well. yeah. I'm I'm sure they had to have been with with them with yeah. Jim and and I'm I'm sure they were. I right. mean, I, I know with with me they were, and and I just I don't do it as Harland. I I I channel it exactly. as I really intensely get into the character, and so <laughs> you know this guy was a crazy serial killer, so I knew that in his mind everything was real, everything made sense, and right. he could say whatever he wanted. And it would be true to him. And so I never felt like I was stepping out of the realm of reality to everything I said there, even the Brie Gorgonzola, like, <laughs> that was very real to that guy. It, you know? it means a lot. Like, see, yeah. if you ever watch that footage of Geraldo interviewing Charles Manson years yeah. ago, right. and he said, you know, you, 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 my man are circle and you can't, and he's doing yeah. all these faux. But to him, in that yeah. lunacy, yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's a brain. Yeah. I wanted wow. to, to ask you, and I didn't know, I don't know if this is the truth, but if it is, it's amazing. Your brother is Steve Williams, Steve yeah. Spaz Williams. Yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, this guy is a legend in special effects. Yeah. He, he created the column of war in the abyss, the digital. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's right. That he, was, that was the first thing he created. Yeah. That's pretty early CGI stuff. Well, Steve was actually a pioneer in, he didn't use it. He, he invented right. a lot of that stuff. So my brother Steve helped create CGI as we know it. And then from there, he went to work at uh, ILM for George Lucas, and they were in production on Jurassic Park, um, and they were actually making Jurassic Park with giant, like, foam animatronic robots. And Steve kept telling them, we can do this in CGI, and they didn't believe him. They They didn't think it was possible. And so Steve, in his spare time, he built a skeleton walking on a loop. So he, he actually constructed it in it's digital on his own time. I know this story, yeah. And then one day they had a big meeting with all the executives, and Steve knew they were all going to be there, and they weren't listening to him. <laughs> so he put the loop of the T-Rex as a skeleton on a, on a, on a monitor where they're having the meeting down in his office, and he just let it play. And they all came down, <laughs> and they were chit-chatting, and one of the talk uh, executives just looked over and went, what is that? And Steve showed them what it was, and they took it up to Spielberg, and he said, stop everything. Wow. We're doing this. Well, because wow. there, there was yeah, a, they were going to do stop motion. They had a special effects yep. guy, Phil Tippett. Phil Tippett, yeah. Right. And so, uh, and so Phil Tippett worked with the technology that your your brother is involved with. Yeah, there he with. is. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and said, okay, clearly, that was a quantum jump forward. Huge. Yeah. It changed Amazing. everything. And there's a documentary out on Steve right now called uh, Jurassic Punk. 
You can uh, download it on Apple or yes. any of the platforms, and it, it tells the whole story. And there's actually early footage of me and Steve um, goofing around. And uh, You did animation as well, right? You did yeah, little, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys ever work together on a film project? Uh, we almost did. He, he directed a movie for Disney called The Wild. And uh, I almost did a voice on it, but it ended up going to George Carlin, so I lost out on Son that. Well, if you're going to lose out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so who does the family consider more successful, you or your brother Steve? <laughs> well, it's interesting. So Steve and I are not biological brothers. His uh-huh. name's Steve Williams. I'm Harland Williams. And so our fathers knew each other in college. So me and Steve went to animation college, so our fathers introduced us to each other. Steve and I became classmates and ended up being roommates out in college. And everybody kept saying, oh, are you guys brothers? Cause we had this, and we got so tired of saying, telling them the story that we just started saying, yes, we're brothers. Oh, my God, wow. that's great. So then one day as I got sort of popular and he got popular, Steve did an interview for a huge newspaper and mentioned it. And then the media so ever since they've referred to us as brothers so steve and i just stay with it and we're still sure. best friends that's and great i just well, talked to him yesterday i, yeah. I, I was re- as you were telling the story right before i'm reading on <laughs> wikipedia and it says you have four sisters and in yeah. a separate sentence it says he's the brother of special effects artist right? yeah. steve yeah. williams i'm like well why didn't it just say that he had I know. sisters and a brother uh-huh. and you just <laughs> See phones start ringing. You know, here we are, like thirty-five years old, and everyone's phoning my parents, going, "Lorraine, John, did you have another kid?" They kept it a secret all I these love years. That. Yeah. That's Wait, is, it, is it true then that you are the cousin of uh, Kevin Hearn of the Bare Naked Ladies? That's right. Yeah, uh, that is yeah, true. That's okay. right. We have a we have a hobby band called the Cousins. You can uh, buy our albums on uh, Apple. What and do you stuff do? Like, I'm the singer. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I sing and I write the write the songs, the lyrics, and Dude, he these... does all the music. If we were yeah. to play a little bit of a song, what song would should we go to? Uh, you could play um, you could play Rattlesnake Love, or you could play Behind the Glass. Okay, all right, we'll see okay. if we can pull one of those up yeah. and, uh, before the interview is over. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you uh, about your name, Harland. Is that a yeah. family name? Because that's a fairly unusual name. It's an unusual name, and it's it's odd because we have five kids in our family, and I asked my parents one day, where the hell did it come from? Because the only other person I know that has Harland is Colonel Saunders. Do you yeah, know yeah, his name? Yeah, Harland yeah. Sanders, yeah. yeah. So I said, Mom and Dad, did you make love with some chicken? I don't know. Why, why am I Harland? And uh, they said when they were young, there was a movie or a TV series that they watched, and one of the characters' names was Harland. Well, and that's where they got the name. So I always thought it was so interesting that I ended up going into show business, yeah. and they named me after someone in show business. There was an Academy Award winning movie called Harlan County, USA, a documentary about oh. coal miners. Is it with a D or an N? Because sometimes people Might don't with add the D. the D. Yeah, yeah. Mine's with the D. You yeah. need so the D. <laughs> you need the 11 herbs and spices, guys. Yeah. Let's go. That's wild. Yeah. So another, I'll say, so let's, we can either dispel or confirm the, the, the fun facts. Yeah. You've only had coffee once in your life. One, one sip. One My sip of life. coffee yeah. in your life. Yeah. Tell me it was from Tim Hortons. I don't know where it was from. Okay. I was shooting a scene in a film, and I've never had coffee ever. And I, the scene was at a coffee cart, and the guy handed me a coffee and yeah, I had to drink it. So I told the prop master, I said, put Coke in there because I don't drink coffee. It was in a foam cup, right. so you couldn't see. 
So we did the scene, and in the take, I felt it in my mouth. I go, oh, my God, that's real coffee. But I didn't want to blow the take, <laughs> right, yeah. so I swallowed it, and it's the only sip of coffee I've ever uh, had why? in my life. Just simply don't like the taste? or When I was growing up, all I heard were the adults going, oh, my God, coffee. I can't. I drink two cups a day. I can't, I can't stop drinking coffee. Right. Like Everyone was whining. And co- so when I was a kid, I did the same with cigarettes and booze. I was like, well, if I don't ever try this stuff... I never have to worry about it. That's kind of like me. So that's I, what I did. I've never, I've never, um, I've never been drunk. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never tried it. Yep. And I'm not opposed to other people doing it. Sure. I just that to me seemed the logic. Like, yeah. It, it, everyone always talks about oh the fun about with booze and stuff. But I've, yeah. I also have never had a hangover. As I sit yeah. here with my espresso <laughs> and a bottle of tequila next right. to me. Oh <laughs> god. Well, smoking to me is hilarious. You're ingesting smoke. That's like if you went camping and you just said, "I'm going to lay down beside the campfire and breathe in this log." Yeah. That's <laughs> like the dumbest thing it's you could ever do to your yeah. body. You know. You uh, you and speaking of camping you were a forest ranger yeah when i was younger yeah yeah uh, i did all that up in uh, northern ontario oh yeah. beautiful area you yeah. by yourself a lot at that point in your life uh well i ran a bush camp up there so there's a lot of other guys in the camp but the, you know on weekends i would get off on my own and just uh take oh, off i'd is, just uh, be in the middle awesome. of nowhere yeah, yeah i loved that, it is that where you would come up uh, with concepts such as this i think this is you uh, i'm quoting you did you know that rhinoceroses are just big, fat, white trash unicorns? <laughs> <laughs> no, that comes from a book I wrote okay. called The Things You Don't Know You Don't Know. And okay. it's full of passages like that. Like, did you know that uh, cauliflowers just scared broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that gay people can't say, damn straight? <laughs> they can't say it. It just it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you've written ch- children's books as well. Yeah, yeah children's yeah. books, yeah. And what was it? Is it uh, Puppy Dog Pals, animated series? Puppy Dog Pals is a series I, I created and sold to Disney. I uh, never knew. I, yeah. I, I never knew you had this side to you. Yeah, so yeah. As, as I said, I studied animation in college, and I turned my back on it to kind of pursue comedy and yeah. acting and film. But then, uh, you know, recently, within the last, like, eight or nine years, I decided to step back into it, and I pitched uh, Puppy Dog Pals to Disney, and they they bought it and cut to five years later, and it plays in 130 countries wow. all over the world. And What about um, what about um, uh, swag associated with it? Uh, there's to- You go into any Walmart or Target or wow. Disney store, and they got Puppy Dog Pals merch all over the place. Do you place. get a piece of that? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Good for you, yeah. sir. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, often is the case where someone... Somehow they get screwed out of it. So some some studios won't do it, and yeah. some will. And you you know you got to fight for that stuff. But I'm a fighter, not a lover. Wait. <laughs> 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 now that's excellent. Uh, yeah, it's fun, man. You're wearing a Venice, California hat. Is that where you live? Yeah, I live in L.A. Yeah, not right in Venice, but I live in in L.A. proper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Does it suit you? It suits me, but it's it's you know it's getting crazy. There's a lot of crazy. Um, like like it's getting sort of run down. There's a lot of like tents on the street. A lot like, of seven minute ab guys. Yeah, people living <laughs> yeah. in tents. Yeah, and I thought, what can I do to help? So I went on eBay and uh, I found a uh, for three hundred seventy two dollars. I found a full head to toe black bear costume. <laughs> oh. And what's more synonymous with camping? Oh, no. So at night I put it on. I crawl down the street. Perfect, I get yeah. outside their tents. Right, Three in the morning when the Oxycontin nightmares are kicking in, and I'm just like, 
And they're gone from my neighborhood, yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to do something. My brother yeah. was just there. He said he couldn't believe how yeah. many tents are out. Isn't it crazy? He, he, he couldn't believe it. Oh, nope. my God. I saw a guy, the other homeless guy, he started a campfire rubbing two shopping carts together. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> it is wild when yeah. you stop and think. But listen, if you are... If you're a homeless, where, yeah. are, you, where are you going to go live? What, you know, Michigan? Or are you going right. to live in... That's in, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get, they love the warm weather. So, right. Yeah, so it, it's go. sad, but it, it's just, you know, it's just crazy. It's just getting out of control. I don't know much, uh, much about you personally. Are you... Uh, do you have a significant other? Do you have kids? Any of that thing? Uh, at the moment, I'm solo looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, if All you right. have a beautiful girl you want to set me up with, buddy, I'm right. Daddy's ready to rock and roll. Let's Daddy's put it ready. that way. Yeah. yeah. Is that why you take Selena Gomez in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is, yeah. I believe she's single currently. Is she? All right, yeah. Selena, yeah. I know you're listening. Let's rock and roll. Arby's tonight at 8 o'clock. Get the sundown special, baby cake. You can't. You're busy at 8 o'clock. You're doing a show. Well, not anymore. Now I'm doing some roast beef with uh, the Gomez. You're gonna, yeah. Now, is that all you do? It's because they're, they're deli, uh, you know. They have what? They have the deli stuff as well, right? There's the market fresh sandwiches. Market fresh sandwiches. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just. I just do Straight the roast beef. Yeah, yeah, I like to take it out of the bun and sleep on it. It's really fun. Yeah, nice roast beef to sleep oh, on. Your, uh, You're like an open face sandwich. That's what she been. said. Yeah. <laughs> on your podcast, uh, we saw that uh, one of our friends, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, was a, a recent guest, and he lives oh, yeah. in Venice, yeah. I think, doesn't he? Yeah, he's down there. Yeah. All right. Are, yeah. Do you guys buddy around when you get a chance to, or anything? Uh, like that? You know what's hard about being headlining comics is yeah. y- y- unless you're the, the other comics, your opening act, you get to hang with them and travel with them but when you're headliners yeah you never you're see always them. in different cities so even though uh we're buddies it's hard it's hard to get time to hang with these guys the most time you really see them is when you do the local clubs in hollywood like the comedy store or the improv the laugh factory do you, do, right. do you travel well i mean because a lot of times i can it, it's just enervating after you know i think it can beat the crap out of you yeah is uh, can you handle it well yeah, I've I've got everything down to a system. Yeah, like, yeah. I've learned not to wait in line. I've I've learned just to take carry on. I've I've learned to just you know kind of get it down tight as I can. Right. And, uh, so yeah, I, I can handle it. It's not it's not fun, but once I get here and I'm doing stand up shows, I love it. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, we've had a number of people during this interview that texted in uh, say how much they loved Rocket Man. Oh yeah! Uh, so I wanted to play. Movie. I wanted to play this clip just real quickly awesome. for those fans of Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> now that had to have hurt when you were done, or did you do that in one take? That scream? so there's a great story behind that scene. So that's the scene where they're about to announce which is going to be the next astronaut to go on the very first mission to Mars. Right. And so I'm sitting at the table waiting to hear with the other astronauts. And they announced my name, and in the script, they said, oh, when Fred Randall, my character, hears he's the next astronaut, he faints. And I said, guys, that's not funny. Like, this guy's been waiting his whole life to go to space. He would be elated. I said, I want to do something where... You ever see when Miss America wins the pageant yeah. and she screams and her fingers are trembling? Yeah, she, yeah. So she's I, waving at herself. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. they just they just lose it. So I, that's what this guy would do. So I told the director and I told the sound guy. I said I'm going to scream at the. I'm going to do a girl <laughs> scream at the top of my lungs. Put the mic back, the boom mic back, because it's going to be loud. Yeah. And we and the director said, okay, let's do it once. We'll see if it works. 
And we only did one take. Wow. And that was it. And it made the trailer, and it was one of the funniest parts of the movie. So, yeah. yeah. One thing about comedy is you always got to follow your comedy instincts. I and believe I, it. I remember uh, when Ace Ventura came out, um, I was with Jim Carrey the night it came out. We were all at dinner. Right. And, and, um, and our our mutual manager at the time read the review from Siskel and Ebert. We were all sitting at dinner in Chicago. Oh, they hated it. And they said, this is the worst move we yeah. ever made. And I remember oh, Jim man. just sort of dropped his head, and he looked dismayed, and then he just sat up and he said, screw those guys. I made... I made my strong comedy choices. Yeah. And when he said that, it really resonated with me. And I said, that's what it is. It's all about committing to your instincts, to your comedy choices. And when I did Rocket Man, that was one of the moments where I said, I just got to believe in this. Yep. And and do it, and uh, well, your so. senses are are top level. Yeah, uh, people, thank you. Yeah, and people can uh, and and you, you crack us the hell up. Uh, Absolutely, we love thank having you. you in here. Oh, thank you, and thank you for mentioning the Harlan Highway podcast on YouTube. Love uh, it. Check it out, everybody. Yeah, subscribe it. and uh, enjoy it. And Howie Mandel's coming up. I'm interviewing him this week, and uh, cool. It's great. Yeah. Thank well, you. this Renaissance man is in town, and you can check him out uh, tonight and tomorrow at Helium Comedy Club. Their shows at seven thirty and ten. Get tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Don't take so long next time, sir. <laughs> okay. Come back and see us again soon, okay? I'll beam in quickly, Captain Kirk. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Harlan Williams, guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And with that, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Philly may be less than welcoming to some Boston visitors. Like you, Celtics and Sox. However, 93.3 WMMR is very happy to welcome, for the first time in more than 10 years, Aerosmith. They're kicking off their 50th anniversary and peace out farewell tour at the Wells Fargo Center, Saturday, September 2nd. Today, Brent Porsche has your chance to win free tickets. Then, all weekend, we'll be doing big, bad Aerosmith blocks and even more giveaways. Get complete show and ticket info at WMMR.com. And while you're there, MMR VIPs get registered for another shot to win. Aerosmith and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. What I said when I found out we were going to have our next guest on is a last-minute edition. What? I said this. Yes! <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> Mark Zubal hey! is here with us this morning. You know, you know that, that was me after an hour of constipation. <laughs> <laughs> we all been there. Finally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You, you notice that people are less inclined to high-five you after. <laughs> well, it is great to see you, man. Uh, it's good to be seen, brother. It you were down down with our sister station, the Fanatic, having a chat with those guys. And I was talking to Eric Camille earlier this morning. I'm like, can, can Mark come by and say hi? Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. You guys rock. Thank you, you man. I appreciate it. Um, you retired, but you're staying quite busy. You have a podcast. I do. I finally joined the rest of the human race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. And, and you're you're giving flute lessons in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> when, right. when Mark was was retiring, he said he wanted to learn Spanish. Yeah, uh-huh. and play I, the flute and play the flute. And now I'm doing neither. <laughs> yeah, that was the question. How's the Spanish? Uh, Nothing. Hey, how do you watch the games now? Do you watch any differently, or are you listen? You know what? I, 
week? I, well, first of all, I don't watch nearly as much. Yeah, I mean, when, yeah. when it's your vocation, you are on it, and you're on it all year round. I mean, even yeah. in August, when there's a news item, you take it, and you put it in your computer, and you you know you wait for November or December. But um, no, I, I I watch, but not nearly as much. And there may be games that I actually do miss. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know if you uh, watched as a fan, or or if the fandom uh, came a little bit later on. And I, and I ask this because uh, what I noticed uh, during these playoffs is that the watching the Sixers, my favorite team, uh, gives me so much anxiety, right? <laughs> and I love the sport of basketball, and I love the entertainment of uh, professional basketball. But I watched the uh, Lakers-Warriors. I watched the Knicks Heat, and it was, like, so refreshing to watch those games and not really care who wins, right. you know, and just enjoy the game for what it is. And it is a, it can be a very beautiful game, but the Sixers give me so much anxiety. Are you too, were you too busy to have anxiety as you watch those games? Well, I was concentrating on the fact that I was the TV voice of the team, and so that was my primary thing. I knew what my mandate was. I had to meet that mandate. I had to be informative. I had to be entertaining, and I could not get caught up in the emotion at all. Now, of course, uh, I do get caught up in the emotion, and I am into it, and I do agonize, and I am, uh, you know, hang on, we're coming in for a landing because, you know, it's a tight game, and I can't take it anymore. So, listen, the Sixers were my first love. And uh, 1963, they moved from Syracuse. My father took me to a game, and I've been hooked ever since. That's great. I mean, obviously, for uh, Sixers fans, the game one was better than game two. Mm-hmm. But also, from just a, an NBA perspective, I, I enjoyed game one better because it moved so much more quickly. And then Joel comes back to the lineup for game two, and Joel is the MVP, and he's the best player on the team and all of that. But he really does slow the game down. Um, uh, think other than... Uh, us not making shots and Boston making their shots on on uh, for game two. What was the big difference between game one and game two? Well, I think the Sixers did what they had to do in game one, so I'm not going to say that they let down, but the Celtics just imposed their will. I mean, it was do or die for them. They were not going to go down 2-0 and lose two games on their home court, and you just knew they were going to come out differently. As for Joel, you know, I, I'm thinking about not only are the Sixers coming down from an unlikely win in game one, but then they're celebrating his most valuable player, and you could tell how tight-knit they are and how much they love the fact that he won it. And so with all of that, it's like you show up at the arena for game two, and you're like, wow, we won game one, and we got Joel back, and he's the MVP, and we're happy. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the Celtics are like gritting their teeth and they're saying to themselves, uh, you know what, you guys are meat. You uh, are fresh meat tonight. Uh, and you could just see that pretty much from the very beginning. Interesting, yeah. Should he have played in game two or should we have saved him for Oh, tonight? no, definitely playing game two. Uh, you know what, the time is now to play. All this load management and missing games during the regular season, you know, and not playing the Denver Nuggets in February, that's it. It's, it's time to play. It's time to play. And so, what you have now, uh, yeah, they lost the game, but he did knock the rust off and the one thing I was happy to see, yes, he approached the game the way I thought he was going to, to approach it, which is worry about his defense, which he did, let the offense come. In the second half, I don't know, remember, he didn't score that much, but he hit a turnaround jumper, and I said, ah, that's good. Now uh-huh. he's getting a little bit of rhythm, and hopefully, uh, you know, he'll be a 30-point guy tonight like he normally is. And it's going to be interesting to see. It's always interesting to see how the other team defends Joel Embiid. So, you know, do they double him? If so, when do they double him? Where does the, the double come from? Who is the double team? How often do they do it? So uh, that's the chess game that, I, that I'm looking forward to seeing tonight. There's so much. Uh, you watch the game. I, I know exactly what Casey's talking about. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, a passing uh, you know, uh, watcher, and I'll, I'll check it out. I appreciate what they, what they do. 
But uh, when you do sit and spend some time watching a game executed by, you know, top-level players, you realize just how much of it is in-the-moment strategy, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's kind of wild. It, I, I don't know how many people can appreciate because you think, okay, just big guys run along and doing the deal, but there's a lot of second-to-second recalculating in the game that's incredibly impressive. Uh, to me, um, and I'm a jazz fan, so and I love jazz because a lot of what the musician's doing depending on the kind of jazz it is, is they're making it up. Yeah. You know, I mean, there there are certain musical oh. rules that they, they have to abide by as they're making it up and as they're riffing. But to me, uh, basketball is a lot of the same thing. Yeah. I know that as a broadcaster, I would prepare for a game thinking, all right, this is the way it's going to go. <laughs> and then suddenly, midway the first quarter, you're ripping up the script. It's totally different. And you got to be prepared, you know, to... To tell that story as well. So, uh, but that's the beauty of sports. Yeah. It's you plan for one thing, and then somebody gets hurt, or they play it differently, and then you got to figure it out as you go along. Mark, you spent many a year traversing the sports complex in South Philadelphia. <laughs> We've got a lot of people down there this weekend. <laughs> Tips for how to get in and out of that place? Uh, tailgate, go early and stay late. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like just plan thing. your yeah. whole plan your whole day around. Listen, think of it as an Eagles game. You yeah, know, yeah. When, when the birds are playing and I'm a season ticket holder, I'm down there no later than 10. And yeah. I'm equipped. I got food. I got beverages. I got whatever I need. Where do you park? And, uh, well, typically I try to park near the arena because what happens is, uh, and that's the lot that would be right adjacent to Broad because what I do is literally at the gun of an Eagles game, I walk like, you know, 15 <laughs> miles an hour. I get to my car and then I just know the traffic patterns and I get out pretty quickly. So, yeah, yeah. plan your entrance, plan your exit and plan to go, go early and stay late. Spe- yeah. Speaking of all that, where do you stand? Um, I don't know if we ever asked you about the the projected um, Sixers move into the city and, and that arena and that and where it is and all the other angles of this. Where does that sit with you? I think it's an awesome idea. As I look at that area, I say to myself, well, what's there now? And is that vibrant? And does it create jobs? And is it something that you can point to with pride? And I don't think the answer is an overwhelming yes. I know that there are a lot of uh, NBA teams or a lot of uh, professional baseball teams and football teams that have their stadiums right in the city. And what we have to get used to now is, if they do indeed build it, is we're going to have to change the way we attend the game. Yes, there'll be parking for people and that sort of thing. But, you know, learn to take SEPTA. It's not something to be ashamed of. And I think SEPTA is on board with this, and they're trying to make whatever changes they have to. I think it's it's going to be great. It's going to create jobs, and it's going to create a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, quite frankly, knowing the Sixer principles as I do, they are very attentive to the concerns of the neighborhood group, and I think they're uh, trying the best they kind of take care of this. Yeah, I really do hope that they are able to find a happy medium. And I got to say, like, as a season ticket holder for the Sixers, you know, it being where it is now, it's not that much easier to get in and out of that parking lot. I, you know, especially getting in for me is, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm tapping out because I, there's, yeah, you know, you're, everybody's getting there at the same time. They, you know, people don't tailgate right. for Sixers games. That's right. So at, like, tip off at 7, you know, people are rolling in at 6.30, and it's like, okay, well, here we go. 20,000 people all arriving at the same place at the same That's time. Right. That's yep. right. That's right. I got clipped uh, leaving the parking lot at a game in March. Was somebody... Uh, Bumped into my bumper on the way out because everybody hustles to get out on a broad street at did, the same did, time. They, did stop and express concern, or did they just keep <laughs> no, going? They, uh, <laughs> they owned up to it. They didn't bump you. They rubbed you. Yeah. They yeah. rubbed yeah. racing, yeah. Nick. Yeah. That's um, right, Mark. From uh, you've been out of um, it professionally for a little while, and and you know we brought up the Wells Fargo Center. 
what have the Sixers done right over the last five or six years that the Flyers can't seem to get right? Mm. You know, I, I can't comment on the Flyers because I really don't follow it nearly as closely. And for the Sixers, this is the result of the process. This is the result of those years that were lean when they were taking on expiring contracts, when they were gathering draft picks. You know, Ben Simmons obviously didn't work out, but Joel Embiid obviously did. And now they have uh, the window of opportunity with Joel. And with the way he plays, you don't know how long uh, that window is going to be open. But that's why James Harden is there. And you're happy to see uh, Tyrese Maxey develop and... Uh, you would hope that this is your. They just got to get past the second round. Yes, I mean that, that, that's mm-hmm. that's in the minds of everyone, and that's what makes tonight so critical is the fact that you want to maintain the home court. Right, well, and, and listen, you know, getting past the second round obviously is key for this season and should have been for for every other season. But you know, it just sucks that we're playing the arguably the best team in basketball in the second round, and I and I can't stand how the NBA does it. I can't believe they don't reseed. I can't believe that uh, you know the the two and three seeds are. Re- rewarded by playing each other in the second round and not by playing the eight and, and uh, five seeds or six seeds. I can't remember what, uh, what the Knicks are. But, like, why don't they do that? Why do they not <laughs> it's, recede? It, it's a really good question because I'm in favor of exactly what you just said. You should be – I mean, listen, they've rendered the regular season. It's more of a test than anything else, a survival test. And so if you want to incentivize winning and playing your players more, guarantee them the fact that, yes, if you're a first seed or a second seed, that it will be to your advantage because when they you do advance to the next round, you will have that lesser team to play for in, in the case of an upset, which we've already seen uh, in a number of series. So I think that, uh, I, I mean, I'm happy to agree with you as to why they don't. Maybe it's maybe they need to set up so much in advance that they they logistically need to know what the matchups are going to be in the next round. Works to their benefit. My son uh, pointed this out to me, and then the NBA picked up on it as well. But for the first time in NBA history, there's a one seed, a two seed, a three seed, a four seed, a five seed, a six seed, a seven seed, and an eight seed in the second round, and it's never happened that way before. Yeah, and and I don't know how to explain it other than the fact that if you're a fan of parity and you would like to think (laughs) and you would like to think that the playoffs aren't a fait accompli before they play them. Well, and this is your year. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to have to wrap in a sec, Mark, because we got to do this uh, cash contest that we're doing. But I wanted to uh, mention the podcast again. It's called Fresh 24. That is correct. And uh, you have guests and... and... Yeah, so basically okay. it's Sixer-centric. It's not only current and former players and coaches and front office people, but anybody who is a fan of the Sixers and notable. Ooh. So Josh Shapiro, the governor, we've interviewed him. He's going to be on, I think, um, next Wednesday. A uh, guy named Mike Jackson, who is uh, partners with John Legend in a production company. I don't know if you guys have ever yeah, met Mike yeah. or not. No. He, he's going to be a guest. And I'm just, uh, you know, for Kathy's sake, I'm trying to get Bradley Cooper on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I, I, you're enjoying it. That's what matters. It, yeah. it beats working, guys. You yeah. know, come on. You're talking to a microphone for a living. And the next thing you know, you're getting paid. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, listen, dude, thank you for stopping by. Uh, thanks is, for having me. It is great to see you. Our casa su casa. You know what? I appreciate that. Yeah. And I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is great to see you. It's here for Mark yeah. Zoom off Zoom. With us on the show. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. It is straight up 10 o'clock. That means we need to do this right now. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. 
right, and the word is gold. G-O-L-D. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. And you can do that through the contest page at WMMR.com or the MMR app. And you can also text to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ. Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now for that. Uh, and winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. And for MMRBQ details, text FINALLY to 39333 for a link to the information. So, again, the word is GOLD, G-O-L-D. Come and get that money. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, brought to you this morning by Cherry Roofing and Siding. You can get 0% financing, a free estimate when you book at cherryroofingandsiding.com. Since 1975, they've been providing service with a cherry on top. Uh, let's start with this angry fella. Uh, an Oakland man with seething with anger and frustration over cars racing by his house. So he began firing with an assault rifle at passing motorists. And one woman drove by his house, 21-year-old Marie Villa Bedford, and he fatally shot her. Shot her? For driving by the house. Well, that's what the streets are for. Yeah. Was she she drag racing? No. The district attorney office uh, filed murder charges Tuesday against news killer Bernard Tracy Jimerson. Uh, Jimerson told police that he was frustrated by the noise of cars racing up and down his street in the middle of the night. Uh, he never should have had a gun in the first place. He felon has a rap sheet, two prior strikes, and is prohibited from possessing firearms. Uh, You're all angry now. Uh, he was also <laughs> he's also the father of two young children. This guy's oh just nuts. He was so Bedford was driving just before two thirty a.m. Saturday at the same moment. Jimerson was targeting cars driving past his house. Uh, he triggered multiple. Actually, it triggered this thing called shot spotter activations, which they can detect. Yes, uh-huh. gunshots. Yeah, right. And police officers responded to the scene. Before officers arrived, Bedford was fatally shot while driving past the house. So he was just big, just driving. I think so, yeah. yeah. Didn't say anything about her racing or anything like that. Uh, He was arrested three hours after the killing. That's horrible. Sorry to leave a horrible story. Let's go with this. A German court said on Wednesday that a landlord sunbathing naked in the courtyard of his building was not a reason for his tenants to reduce their rental payments. Uh, I think it is. Uh, The case involved a building in an upmarket residential district in Frankfurt, Germany, which included an office floor rented by a human resources company. The company withheld rent because it objected, among other things, to the landlord's (laughs) naked sunbathing. Yeah. In response, the landlord sued them. Uh, The Frankfurt State Court rejected the company's reasoning, finding that the usability of the rented property was not impaired by the plaintiff sunning himself naked in the courtyard. Can you see the wrinkles in my scrotum? It said said in a a statement uh, that it couldn't see the... Deliberately improper effect on the property. The media sounds like million little fairies dancing on my nutsack. Uh, judges were ruling on an appeal against a lower court decision that went in the landlord's favor, and the tenant had only limited success overall. They found that the tenant had been entitled to reduce rental payments for three months only because of noisy construction work in the neighborhood, but not because of the naked landlord. That seems like a weird story. 
A group of disgruntled residents in a Welsh community have erected a sign warning drivers to, quote, adjust their bra straps and to, quote, secure their nuts <laughs> due to the number of potholes on a rural road. <laughs> I like that. Which they describe as the worst in the country. So it literally says on the sign, secure your nuts. <laughs> uh, Abergorlick Road between Brekfa and Pontenswen in uh, North Cartmanshire. Yeah has long been accompanied or complained about those who have traveled along it. Uh, the council had been told of these issues, and while it has in the past filled some of the potholes, it has not resurfaced the road, something which locals say is desperately needed. I'm on my way to Furt Squat. Exhausted at, uh, exhausted at their efforts uh, to get the road improved, a group of residents now erected a large yellow sign along the bumpy road that reads, Caution, remove dentures, adjust bra straps, secure your nuts. <laughs> That's a sense of humor. Welcome to the world's uh, worst maintained road, courtesy of Carthmanshire Council, City Council. Uh, so, while the sign is intended to be funny and lighthearted, the group has stressed that there is a serious reason behind placing it next to the road and that it is vital that residents living nearby have a safe surface to grind bars and uh, bicycles. A man riding... This is a terrible story. A man riding the subway in New York City uh, died on Monday afternoon after another passenger physically restrained him when an apparent chokehold inside the train. It, the dude died. Yeah, he did. Uh, from being choked. Uh, New York police responded to a 911 call about a physical fight at the Broadway East Houston Street in Manhattan. Police found the man, 30-year-old Jordan Neely, unconscious and unresponsive. He was dead at a nearby hospital. Uh, it was ruled a homicide. The cause of death was compression of the neck. No arrests had been made. Earlier, the victim had gotten into a verbal fight with a 24-year-old man. The dispute escalated into a physical fight on the subway car, and it Neely lost consciousness. Video taken by a bystander shows a 24-year-old with his arms wrapped around Neely's neck in a chokehold as the two lie on the floor in the subway car. Uh, the man uh, uh, who died had been uh, screaming on the train when other passengers restrained him. Witnesses told police the victim had been acting hostile and erratic toward other subway passengers. Uh, when he was approached by the 24-year-old man, after finally being released from the chokehold, the victim lay motionless on the floor of the subway car. And the thing is, man, if you do those chokes and you choke somebody out, mm -hmm. it's a very dangerous proposition because if you hold it just too long, you can kill them and not realize you've done that. And you know? it's it's a sad story all the way around because the the, the guy had had a, a number of, of uh, altercations, the victim. His mother had died, oh. who apparently meant the world to him, and he and, and friends of his said he just slid into this weird place oh, where he was getting man. aggressive, and it had like a full mental collapse. So just a, a you know complete loss all the way around. Did you guys see the footage of the uh, Rangers fan and the Devils fan uh, got into an alter altercation? And I forget which wit did which, but one of the fans flipped the beer out of the other guy's hands. And then the the guy who had the beer flipped put a chokehold on the dude. He completely passed out, fell down, hit his head. This was in Game Seven on the Rangers oh and Devil Series. Yeah, I mean it was. You got to watch it. Up. Yeah. yeah. Did he die? Or? No, no. Okay. But like you know, it, look, I understand why the guy would be upset if the the right. beer got flipped out. But don't put a chokehold and then maybe yeah. uh, kill somebody. Right. All right. Uh, and then one last story. Do I have time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Residents of a Chicago suburb were in for a surprise when a steer escaped during a high school senior prank gone wrong and went running through the town. Where's our steer? Police said several seniors from Northridge Pretoria School were pulling a senior prank in early hours Thursday that involved bringing live animals to the school, including a steer, a pig, and multiple chickens. Did you see our steer, sir? Uh, police said the steer escaped steer. from the students and was seen running through the streets of Niles. 
Uh, witnesses. Were there any other animals? Six Cap- gerbils, <laughs> two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. <clears throat> witnesses captured video showing people chasing the steer through the neighborhood. A uh, police said that they were able to corner the steer behind some homes, and it was captured with the help of an animal expert. Uh, the steer, I'm an expert on steer. The steer was taken to the Hooved Animal Humane Society. Welcome. <laughs> To the Hooved Animal Humane Society. Every animal here has hooves. You'll be right at home amongst your own. <laughs> when they show up, you instead of clapping, you hear all the hooves clacking together. Police said they were able to... Wait, I already said that. Uh, administrators said an internal investigation has been opened, but the school is not pursuing criminal charges against the pranksters. Uh, Steve, the seer was okay, so they avoided... And other catastrophes. <laughs> Would a steer have udders? Uh, no, but no. it's I still love related it. to yeah. the, the cow. And it was a nutsack catastrophe. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, so a couple of things to note. A couple? Oh, Jesus. I said it. <laughs> yeah, a couple. Uh, so you got about... <laughs> You got about five minutes left to enter the word gold uh, for MMR's concert cash giveaway. So the word is gold, G-O-L-D. Text that 45911 or send it to the app or WMMR.com and you might win. All right. You've been waiting for this. I would like to give it away now. If you are planning on attending our party at Keenan's in North Wildwood for the opening of the Jersey Shore... Be caller number 25, and you will win a reserve booth and cut line passes, and that's for you and three guests. You'll also get a bucket of Coors Light for your table and a case of Coors Light to take home to the beach house. So caller number 25, and we will be there on Friday, May 26th, and we're celebrating our 25th anniversary of wow. the Preston and Steve Show. 215-263-WMMR is brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill at the Jersey Shore. We are taking a break. Coming back in a moment. We're going to give away some Aerosmith tickets Whoa. when we come back. The lesson question, and we'll get trash, music news, and all that stuff. Stay there. We'll be right back. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com. Your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com. Where FOMO goes to die. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's a Friday morning. Casey, give me that feel-good jingle one more time. I need it. No of a Friday morning and heading into your weekend, of course. Uh, We are not done giving stuff away. In fact, we still have many awesome things to give away. Um, We have our week prize coming up at the end of the program, but right now, this very moment, we are going to give away Aerosmith tickets for the lesson question. What? Uh, Yes. Aerosmith. What? 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 Saturday, September 2nd, Wells Fargo Center. So the question, and I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to look at these yet. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think we got to go with this. Nick used to play chess with Pepperidge Farm Chessmen cookies. Steve used to play Stratego with what other food item? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. 
Um, Nick used to play chess with Pepperidge Farm chess cookies, oh, chess men cookies. And uh, Stevie's play Stratego with what other food item? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And this morning it is brought to you by Shock IT. Unfortunately, it's not a question of if your business will be hit by a cyber attack. It's a question of when. Be prepared by protecting your business with ShockIT.com. That's ShockIT.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Drake has put his Beverly Hills home on the market with an asking price of $88 million. Drake says the 35,000-square-foot estate is too claustrophobic for him and says he would really like to buy a planet. Hey! A prequel to Bridgerton titled Queen Charlotte has made its way onto uh, Netflix. The series lays the groundwork for another prequel called Baby Bridgerton about a very slutty infant. (laughs) And finally, Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules announcing she will no longer be appearing at the 2023 MTV Movie Awards this weekend in solidarity with the Writers Guild. Said Lala, quote, if you know anything about me, why? (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood show. All right, let's see if you have the answer to this question. Uh, Steve, Nick used to play chess with Pepperidge Farm, Chessmen Cookies, and Steve used to play Stratego with which other food item, and we'll go to Eric. I think Eric might know the answer. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, sir. All right. So, Eric, what does Steve used to play Stratego with, please? Pork chops. Pork chops. Hang on, Eric. We're going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR rocks Aerosmith. Peace out. Farewell tour. 50th anniversary of Aerosmith celebrating a lifetime of hits. Saturday, September 2nd at the Wells Fargo Center with the Black Crows. Tickets go on sale today. In fact, they went on sale 25 minutes ago. Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. You need the details, you can go to WMMR.com. Or you can uh, text the word farewell to 39333, and we'll send you a link to the information. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. What the f***? All right, this morning is brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill at the Jersey Shore. The Preston and Steve Show heading to Keenan's in North Wildwood again this year uh, to officially open the Jersey Shore. And you can be there starting at 6 a.m. on Friday the 26th. Let me see here. Friday. Friday. The 26th. All right. Um, I'm going to put these in a certain order here. All right. So here, this behind this. Got it now. Foo Fighters were set to perform on Saturday Night Live uh, for their season finale this month before the WGA strike. And the appearance would have marked the band's first time performing on the show uh, since Taylor Hawkins had passed. But obviously, that's not going to happen. Not happening because of the writer's strike. Uh, and according to The Hollywood Reporter, Kieran Culkin and Jennifer Coolidge were also scheduled to SNL as of now. Those two guests are up in the air as far as when they might appear. And you know they would have done a succession parody. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, out today is Smashing Pumpkins Autumn Act 3, the third and final installment of the band's ongoing song cycle Autumn, a rock opera in three parts. The conceptual project is directly linked thematically to the group's 1995 double LP, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Uh, regarding the completion of the trilogy... Billy Corgan recently told Rolling Stone that concept albums seem to find their audience in strange ways. He said most people don't know what the record is are really about. They're focused on their favorite song or the favorite drum solo or whatever. It's totally fine. 
the last 20-something years of social media have taught me to respect the fact that everybody has their own level of engagement, and any engagement is good. But there's a concept to this if you're open to it. Has, has he ever flat out stated what the concept is? Not that I've read. Huh. Not really sure, and I don't know much about it. I haven't really listened to him, so... I don't know. You don't know, man. Okay. Get off my back. No. All right. Uh, Joe Perry explained why co-founding Aerosmith drummer Joey Kramer will be sitting out of the band's upcoming Peace Out Farewell tour, but hinted at the chance that he might be able to join in. He said, um, uh, he's in the right place, but listen. He said, playing the drums is an athletic event, and there's a certain point where every joint starts to give out, man. So at this point, we're not thinking he's going to be there, but also said we'll see. So we'll find out maybe a few dates down the road. At least for the absolute last Oh, game. yeah. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, by the way, it's an uh, Aerosmith weekend uh, coming up this weekend. Listen to win tickets as MMR rocks the Peace Out Farewell Tour Saturday, September 2nd at the Wells Fargo Center with the Black Crows. I just mentioned that a little while ago. We're going to be playing big blocks of Aerosmith all weekend long. And go to WMMR.com because if you're a VIP, you have another chance to win Tickets. All right, a uh, couple of local notes to mention yeah, couple. to you. Uh, the Hooters have announced the release of their latest album. It is their first new studio recording since 2010. It's called Rocking and Swing. And the new album will be released on May 12th through their own Hooters music label and will be available on vinyl and CD along with little streaming services. There actually having a listening party tomorrow night. And you, you're uh, you're going, yes. I'm going to go. Pierre's going to go. Nice. Nick might go to it as well. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Rocking and swinging, according to the press release, a throwback to the Hooters' early 80s roots with their unique blend of ska, reggae, and rock. It's an cool. upbeat party record with eight new tracks. Uh, the Hooters also are headed on tour. And they're going to be joining Rick Springfield's I Want My 80s U.S. tour, which is rolling across the country from August 4th to September 17th. I like that. It'll be the band's first national tour since the mid-90s. And the group is looking forward to traveling to the States again after wrapping up another Euro tour in June and July of this year. So the closest date I saw is in Atlantic City. They'll be playing uh, at the Hard Rock in the Mark G. Estes Arena on August 12th. What the hell? Um, But I don't see any other dates as of now. Nick, do you have... I'm looking, I'm looking for him. I thought I had other local dates. All right, let me know because I, I looked up um, tour listing in this link that was set in the press release. And they were also doing Hollywood Casino. Oh, they're uh, doing some Ardmore shows too. Uh, Ardmore Music But not Hall. with the Rick but Springfield on the, tour? Yes, not on the okay. massive tour that you're talking about. But um, Eric and Rob are going to be back in our studios probably in two weeks after they do those Ardmore shows. Right. Very cool. Uh, also, another local announcement, uh, our friends in Froggy. Yes. Are going on tour. I love this. The youngins are hitting the road. I love it. I'm so happy for them. Uh, They'll be opening for Babyface and Sorry Mom. We got a a message from Brooke who checked in to see if we could plug that. Absolutely. Uh, They'll be playing a Philly show at Milk Boy on May 19th, and that's on Chestnut Street. Friday, May 19th. Tickets are available online or at the door. And we have a link to that posted at WMMR.com. I will tell you, when they did a set at the, on the side stage of last year's barbecue, and uh, they got a mosh pit working. Yeah, dude, it was, yeah, it was pretty it, wild. It was badass. So I was, I'm looking forward to seeing them again sometime. And then I want to mention our buddy Kyle Max Band. They got a gig this Aww. weekend. I told Kyle, I'm like, dude, when you have gigs, let me know. Yeah. yeah. I'll put it in music news. They're a great band. They're big, like, 
10 or 11 piece band and they play all kinds of great stuff and terrific. You, you've heard Kyle sing. You've heard it. Why the No Sad Bro, Jay? No Sad Bro. No Sad Bro. The FM Band's going to be playing the Hard Rock uh, Casino uh, tonight. The Casino. 10 o'clock, they'll be in the lobby bar, uh, which is this big room. And yeah. Great stage. It's amazing. The whole deal. So go and see Kyle if you happen to be in the AC area. by the Hard Rock. Well, I believe I've heard that they will be playing Keenan's. Uh... Yes. The, the night after... Yeah. Uh, uh, the, so Saturday night, right. after, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Uh, FM band is going to be playing there, and uh, I asked if I could come play drums. With Ooh. So I got to make sure that, that I don't have any plans that I'm already committed to on the Saturday. But I'm looking forward to sitting in with that band, which would be really, really cool. So that'll be yeah Saturday, and we'll keep mentioning that as we uh, get closer to that event. All right, that's it in music news. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a second and give away our word of the week prize. So we hope you'll stay with us because we're not going to be gone long. Hang in there. Than welcoming to some Boston visitors. Like you, Celtics and Sox. However, 93.3 WMMR is very happy to welcome, for the first time in more than 10 years, Aerosmith. They're kicking off their 50th anniversary and Peace Out Farewell Tour at the Wells Fargo Center, Saturday, September 2nd. Today, Brent Porsche has your chance to win free tickets. Then, all weekend, we'll be doing big, bad Aerosmith blocks and even more giveaways. Get complete show and ticket info at WMMR.com. And while you're there, MMR VIPs get registered for another shot to win. Aerosmith and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Beautiful looking day so far. Uh, my weather forecast says that we may have some rain on the way later today. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing just way. partly cloudy, no rain. Good. Yeah. Uh, I'm. You know what? I'm going to look up. Uh, Let's go with mine. I'm going to pull up my app right now. Dude, right. You Let know, me call up Grinder. No, that's the. Well, I mean, you, if you yeah, want to, you can. Planning a weekend. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to the latest here. Oh, yes, of course, there's an ad that pops up. In yeah. The, um, yeah, 4 o'clock, uh, slight chance for rain this afternoon, but that's it. So uh, maybe just a little passing shower. Uh, I just than... bought a tactical air fryer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, on Grinder. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> that app is so much more than it's, I thought it was. It's really evolved. Wow. Um, so tomorrow's looking fantastic, though. 70 degrees and partly cloudy. Even better on Sunday, 75 and partly cloudy. Even better on Monday at 78 degrees and partly cloudy skies. So we finally get a break from the grays. We need it. Which is what it's but been. The, uh, the rain is needed, too. Yeah, yeah, but it's just been kind of chilly and windy, and so uh, we finally get uh, some nice stuff, which is fantastic. So uh, today has been one fun program. I would like to thank... A couple of people for being a part of it. Mr. Harlan Williams was on this morning. He is hilarious. He's He's just weird and funny and cool and all of that stuff. Uh, And he is going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow. Get those tickets now. And then Mark Zumoff came by, former voice of the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, television-wise. And you may remember this. Yes! Oh, yes! So... 
Uh, it was nice to catch up with him and, and uh, talk Sixers uh, for a few minutes because they do uh, continue uh, their quest to move on to the next round uh, as they uh, take on the Celtics tonight. So, um, also, thank you to Primo Hogate. Primo! Uh, they brought all kinds of goodies by today's National Hoagie Day, and they're celebrating the $6.99 Primo size Italian turkey and cheese or ham and cheese hoagies all day for rewards members. You can go to hoagie, primohoagies.com and uh, get all of the details. It's all good. Pierre Robert is here. Good day. Front and center. The scream that you just um, played from him, when was that? Do we? Do you know? Was that a, was that was a that, pivotal that, moment? Was that the final episode of MASH? No. no. Uh, I don't great? know. Maybe I, that's when they won the World Series. <laughs> that's yes. when the uh, Sixers won the World Series. Yeah, because um, I was I was just in town then, uh, and I was um, I had a an apartment in West Philly, and I was taking a nap, and I heard this slow rumble <laughs> start building, and I go, "What is that noise?" And it was the wildest thing from inside this old Victorian uh, apartment, and it kept rising louder and louder and go, wait, I think there's an athletic competition. And I went out and turned on the TV and they had just won the thing. And the noise got louder and louder. And then a buddy of mine came over and we were trying to go get Chinese food in Center City. Madness! (laughs) And he's going, what are these people yelling? They're yelling Sixers. Sixers. Because they'd won the big game Mm. thing. Okay. (laughs) Cha-ching. Cha-ching. And it was a glorious moment, um, but uh, that was some years ago. Yeah. Yes! Oh, yes! That That might be when that came from. It's Uh possible. Was he there then? I don't know. What year was this? 1983. 1922. 1922. Okay. So you. Yeah, it was his rookie year. I had a Model T. He had to crank it to get it going, but it was a damn shoe. Betsy was her name. She was a hell of a girl. Betsy. Yep. Betsy the Model T. Yep. That's beautiful. You got it. All right. Uh, How about that letter, buddy? All right, Guster. All right, Guster. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Alt-Rock Band, Guster. Yes. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... R as in Roboto. All right, and we'll take caller 7 at 215-263-WMMR and see if you know the word of the week. We'll give you the word of the week prize if you do. So, call right now, and we'll see if that whole thing happens. Um, it's a No Sad Bro Friday. Did you hear our jingle? Our No Sad Bro Friday Dringle. Um, is yes. that the one that Kyle did? Yeah. It's a Howard yeah. Jones okay. trivia. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you heard that. No Sad Bro. 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 What's that? It sounds like Casey's one of the voices. Yes, yes. 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 They, yeah. They're, they're going, they're going back and forth. the other one. Okay, yeah. got it. Cool. Kyle's a really strong sounding one. Very cool. Casey has a great voice too, but Kyle's punches. Boom. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's up for No Sad Bro? I played Mr. Roboto yesterday, by the way. Okay. Uh, in a block of sticks. I dig sticks. That's a fun. It's I love that yeah. song. I like that yeah. song in particular. I know that that album got beat up, but that is a great song, man. Domo Regato. Yeah. Or whatever. Domo Origato. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the program. I'll Dom have, whatever. Domo Origato. Ah, whatever. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Dom DeLuise. <laughs> I will have concert cash opportunities at noon and 3 p.m. Uh, also, more tickets for the Ardmore Beer Fest next Saturday. Uh, and the Aerosmith thing. 
Just want to say we got a big block of Aerosmith to kick off our Aerosmith weekend. Block of ACDC, block of Steely Dan. I'm going to try to get to that new Hooters song as well, uh, which will be cool. Um, the brand new album that you talked about is coming soon. Nice. And, um, they're going to be at the Ardmore Music Hall. You had mentioned that, Nick, for three shows. Yeah, they're uh, all sold out. Yeah, all three instantly sold out. Uh, it used to be the 23 East, and that's one of the places they started, so it's sort of like a little homecoming thing. The new uh, song, Pierre, is called Why Won't You Call Me Back. Right. And I think that's going to be one of the ones that's featured on the listening party tomorrow night. Cool. There you go. Wonderful. All right. Uh, we're looking for caller number seven, and it's Eric. Let me go to him now. Uh, Eric, how you doing? I'm doing great. Excellent. Eric, what is our word of the week, please? Dexter! Hole in one! Yes. Eric, that is absolutely correct. And we're going to set you up a little soiree party. We're going to give you a dinner for 10 people at Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse Jeez. in Horsham, PA. All right? Awesome. Thank you. You but bet. It's not tonight, though, because I have just had surgery on my mouth. <laughs> oh, you just had surgery on your mouth? Morning. Oh, oh my man. god! All right, well, hang in there, man. We're glad you could use that mouth to call us and win. So Thanks for using your mouth on us. Yeah, hang on, bud. We'll get you information. Don't forget, you can book a reservation now for your high school or college graduation dinner. Enjoy 15 different cuts of meat and fish, a gourmet salad bar, and an award-winning wine list. You can book a reservation now at nabraza.com. I would like to thank the fine sponsors of the President Steve Show. It's been brought to you today by Duncan. Preston and Steve show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab with locations all over and now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Uh, next week on this very program, we will have both in studio Monday, Buster Douglas and Michael Spinks. Some of the great boxers. That's pretty cool. Uh, they're stopping Maybe by. Maybe we can get them to uh, fight for us. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry Winkler will be on the show. Yes. Wow. Always great, great to have him on. Uh, comedian uh, Christina Hutchins, Hutchinson sorry, yes. uh, will be in the studio. And also, we are going to have uh, Major, the Phillies' new clubhouse puppy, stopping yes. by next week as well. So those things and more. Yeah. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great, wonderful weekend, and we will see you later, gang. Bye-bye. What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala smart oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.